0: Blog Talk Radio <laughs>
1: I, I mean, I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean. You guys saw the game last night, and the beautiful picture of the referee quats down like Johnny Bench, looking at the play, the back judge watching the play, and 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 once homeboy, I don't remember which linebacker it was, comes and bats the ball out the end of end zone. He said, "Well." You know, I really didn't think that the ball was going to, you know, the ball was going to go out anyway. And he didn't mean to. First, he said the ball was going to go out anyway, so it didn't matter. Then he said, well, he didn't mean to. He didn't mean to bat the ball out of the back of the end zone. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I swore. Are are you fucking kidding me? Are, Are you? Really? This is what my NFL has, this is what my NFL has resorted to? You know, come out and say i screwed up i made a bad call you're human it happens but that damn detroit lions team played their butts off last night i am not a lions fan i am not a lions fan you have listened to the madden voice i have been the biggest lions criticizer on this show i don't like matthew stafford Megatron's the real deal. Never like uh, uh, their coach. I like, uh, you know, Caldwell's good. I like, I like him. He's with the Colts before, and he's good. But generally, I don't like that team. I think Stafford's a punk. I don't like him. I didn't like the other guy. I don't even remember his name anymore. Schwartz. I think his name was. I didn't like him. So it just ain't my team. You know who my team is? We'll get to that. But I'm a football person first. Did you see it? I, 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 I have seen it all. You can you can be a referee, and, and Dean Blandino supports him. Y'all want to tell me it wasn't a catch last year now? Y'all want to come back and tell me that Des Bryant wasn't a catch? Because Dean Blandino said it wasn't a catch? Who wants to? I dare you to call the show tonight and tell me that Dean, that Dean Blandino knows what the hell he's talking about. Don't they have a direct line from New York? Don't they have a direct line to the refs? Did they set that up to avoid things? The Detroit Lions got screwed last night. They played their butts off in Seattle last night, and they got screwed. I don't even want to watch football anymore. Of course I'm going to watch football. But that kind of travesty makes you want to just say, screw it, basketball's starting up. I'm going to watch baseball World uh, playoffs. Because
2: now you've got to question every single call. You've got to sit back and wonder what the
1: what the hell are the referees doing. Come out and say you screwed up. I can respect that. Nobody's perfect. I can respect that. But to justify and excuse a play that everybody saw this play. Did y'all see Ray Lewis? Love that guy. I love me some Ray Lewis. He's sitting up there saying, man, I work for ESPN. I got to bite my tongue. But damn it, these boys got screwed. Love me some Ray Lewis. Found new respect for Steve Young, who spoke up too. And a few other guys out there that spoke their mind and said, this is a shame. Appreciate them all. Commissioner T here, Madden Voice. Yeah, I had to start off on a rant. We're going, we going to wing it tonight. That's the theme tonight. We're going to talk about whatever we want tonight. We're just going to go buck wild. We are in week four, going into week five. The Cowboys lost. We're going to talk about that. The Bears had a nice comeback. Is Cutler back? Bengal, uh, uh Steelers went down. You know, Cowboys got the Patriots coming to town. Who's the best team in the NFL? We're going to do par rankings. We're going to talk fantasy football, and you know what? Whatever the hell we want to talk about is what we're going to do, but as you know, I don't do this alone, and no, I don't apologize for starting off pissed off, because I'm just pissed off tonight, man. I'm just pissed off right now. I am, and that's the way it's going to be tonight. I'm going to bring on the guy I really need to try to calm me down, the one that train calls the voice of reason, the guy from Bristol, Connecticut, just like myself. Train calls him the voice of reason, and he is. I call him my younger brother. JB, welcome to the Madden Voice. Oh, I knew it was
0: going to be on and cracking tonight, and you are
1: not disappointed. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. I'm just pissed off, man. I am. I'm just, I'm just pissed off. I am. Yep, yep. We got more, though. We got more. We got the guy living out on the West Coast. The doctor of philosophy The man who said If Jimmy Clausen plays We have no chance Jimmy Clausen didn't play And them damn bears Pulled out that game Are they back Or not We're going to talk about that But this is the man Who won the first EAFL Super Bowl What is the EAFL? Best Madden Madden online league Ever created under the sun There's no It's it's done now It's gone Sometimes you just Have to say it's over You had your run And you kill it And that's it It'll never be another it's it, but it was the best ever. And the first Super Bowl winner was Dr. Train. This man has a PhD. And I'm not talking player header degree. Of course, he got one of those too. I'm talking PhD as in doctor. Dr. Train, welcome to the Madden voice. Don't
3: tell me if you need a hug, but Detroit getting screwed kind just <laughs> makes me
1: do that.
2: Well, it should. You're a Bears fan. You should do that. I ain't got no problem with that. As a Bears
1: fan, your Bears are gonna come first, and that helps your Bears. I ain't got no problem with that. But I'm saying, as a football fan, you have to stand up and say, okay, let's put loyalties aside for a minute and say, what the hell is this? Because it could happen to the Bears now. It could happen. To, it could happen to any of us. As a matter of fact, if you ask me, it did happen to the Cowboys against Green Bay last year. And maybe that's why I'm so doggone pissed off. Maybe that's it. I don't know. This last guy joining us, Pittsburgh Steelers fan. He probably needs a hug too. We in the same boat. We ain't got our quarterback. Trying to get these backups to win games. You know, we got a skeleton crew out there. We trying to hold it in till our, till our troops come back. We in the same we in the same situation. You know, we both dealing with the same the same issues. But his quarterback might be might be back soon is what I'm hearing. Might be back in a couple few weeks. So he's got something to look forward to is one of the best Madden players to ever play the game. He goes by Ali Quick on Twitter. You ever want to learn how to play Madden, hit him up. He's going to charge you a few dollars, but it'll be worth it. You'll beat all your friends in the neighborhood. You'll beat all your friends at the bar. Yeah, They'll wonder where you learn from, and you'll just say, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Madden Nation Season 4, go ahead and Google him. He goes by the name of K-Star. Welcome to
4: the Madden Voice. Hey, man. Yeah, let's let's hug it out, bro, because the shit, I'm sorry, the stuff we are going through together <laughs> just know that you're not alone and we are not alone. And I uh, at least I take solace in that cuz misery loves company and it's sad to see when you have your backup playing quarterback and you just watching your team throw games away and what you know your team will win.
1: Yes. That's why. that's why that's why at K-Star you and I got a bond, man. We got a bond. As long as you don't go Cam, you and I are okay. <laughs> you and I are okay. Right. We're okay. As long as you don't do that. All right.
2: Y'all heard Damn. y'all
1: Oh, good God almighty. He had to do it. <laughs> hey, man, i it four no. four and
5: moving
1: It's 4-0. 4-0. All right. I started with Detroit because it was on my mind. I said my piece. Does anybody want to chime in? Am I wrong? Does anybody on this show want to tell me T chill out, relax, it ain't that big of a deal? Because, you know, you have the floor so, if you want.
4: So so I'm a little confused. Um I must I, I've been at work pretty much all day. I didn't know what happened today, what what was said or whatever, but I thought last night I heard that Job and brandino guy or whatever say that basically they should have uh uh fixed the call and that was the wrong call that was made by the lack of no, uh, no call at all. Did they did he moonwalk on that or is your issue the fact that they just didn't address it right then and there when they could have because they're apparently in the rest of the year when they make those type of decisions?
1: Um, I have not heard Dean Blandino come out and say that the call was wrong, number one. Number two, he's in New York, and he has a direct line to the games to make decisions just like this. It wasn't reviewed. It wasn't discussed. The game is on the line. Someone should have said, let's talk to New York because it's clear that that's a penalty. It's clear that Detroit should have had the ball first and goal on a one-inch line. It's clear had that happened, we may be talking about Detroit at one and three and Seattle at one and three, okay? Um, Detroit got screwed. Simple as that. The ref's job, I don't want to hear they didn't know the rule. I'll hear they missed the call. Because you're human, you're gonna miss the call. You don't get to not know the rule. That's your job. I saw a thing on Facebook: hot dog buns in a, in a package, and it said hamburger. And it said you had one job. Well, you know what? The referee's job is to know the rules. They get paid over a hundred grand a year oh. to know the rules. Know the rules. Know them. Sounds like the dude on the field didn't know the rule. Because if he knew the rule, it's an easy call. It's 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 a no brain no brainer that the ball was batted out the back of the end zone. Detroit ball when uh, it's uh, I'm looking at it right now. Apparently uh Dean
4: Blandino did say it was a wrong call.
1: Oh, when did he do that? Yeah, he on, did.
4: That's what I thought. On, I, I on NFL network thing. last night, I had the transcript. Yeah. Yeah, he did yeah. Oh, I, he I did. heard the I same was thing as that. Yeah. What? yeah. Yeah. So,
3: he did. He said they messed it
1: up. Okay. So yeah. let me ask um, this, let me ask Mister Blendino a question. Where were you during the game to make that call? then? because yeah, that's that's that that's the question for me. Because if it was,
4: and I'm reading this, he he basically admitted that not only was it the wrong call, but that they're going to talk with the referee, basically throwing him under the bus, which is interesting to me because you're right, they do have uh, something where they can. Yes. to the referee. Now I wonder if that's only in replayable situations. Um, but well, what
3: I, from what I understand is that they couldn't, they can't make that call based on the replay.
0: So if he had, if he yeah. was going to make
3: the call, he had to make the call within with at that at that point. They can't look at the replay and be like, "Oh, we missed that." Now we, let's make that call. The same thing with PI. You can't call pass interference by looking at the replay you have to call it within, you know, w- within the field of play. Um, I think it's a stupid rule. <laughs> simply because be called. I don't understand the difference between that and seeing kickers or uh kickers knock the ball at the back of the end zone so they can get a uh um a safety Thank versus you. the other team getting a touchdown. Like I don't I don't see the difference between the two. So I really don't understand it.
1: Well, I'm I'm Good. looking up I'm I'm reading And the back judge, Greg Wilson, felt it was not an intentional act, that it was inadvertent. Are are you kidding me? Wow, are you
4: kidding me? I mean, I saw Uh it in full play. That that was nothing inadvertent about that. (laughs) No, Kendall Wright, even after doing it, he put his hands up like he's got his hand caught in a cookie jar uh, by his grandmother or something. But really, Grandma didn't say anything, and he he spoiled uh, Kendall Wright by not doing that. And everyone saw it in the world. And, yeah, that was bad. That was really bad.
0: That's bad. Hopefully, the the rule changed this because that was ridiculous. If if this is a play that's considered non-reviewable, then they need to go back to the drum board and figure out what the next step should be because that should be taken away from that non-reviewable list. That should have been a phone call. Get it straight because the bottom line is you want to protect the integrity of the game. And if you don't go ahead and review these plays like this, you're not
1: protecting the integrity of the game. Yeah, and that's that's my issue. And, you know, fine, If, if, if it's not reviewable and they couldn't act on it, then don't say this on Monday Night Football. We'll review all angles. What's the review? It's clear. This this is – you can't get any clearer than what we saw on live TV. There's no other angle to see. Not only did homeboy knock it out of the back, okay, not only did he knock it, he then made the fist like, yes, to say, the game's over, we won. After he did it, he celebrated what he did. There's no doubt that it was intentional, and there's no doubt that the refs screwed it up, and there's no doubt that it costs Detroit the game. Yep. That's a shame uh, too. That drive
4: to, was magnificent. I the, certainly didn't think the, they had a chance at all to go the whole field and, and score, and that just sucks, man. Well, I, I want to. I, I do want to
3: back it up and say, you know, just for just for the sake of argument, uh, the fumble kind of just initially cost Detroit the game. To me, KJ, KJ Wright, who knocked who tipped it out, had time to grab the ball. That he grabbed and nipped down. But he did. I understand. I I I get that. I'm not arguing that at. When on you the talk about, when, him, you talk about when you talk about
2: what caused him to lose the game,
3: it's a fumble. No. To me, it goes back to the fumble. It doesn't start with the call. It goes back to it, the fumble. It
2: it could have
1: went back to the fumble, but you can't ignore what happened after the fumble. I'm not ignoring what happened. I'm
3: not. I'm not ignoring what happened afterwards. I'm saying, if you want to use the statement, what caused him to lose the game? It starts with the fumble. It don't start no. with that call. It's not two plays right. Train, It's one
1: play. You can't dissect and say it was the fumble and ignore what happened. It's one play. One I- I play. I
2: fumbled the ball.
1: Yes. And Man, had someone on the ball. We don't have this conversation. We are sitting there yeah. saying, "What the fuck was Megatron thinking?" That's yeah. what we're saying. Except and kind of, that, Let me just finish my point Except, yes, he fumbled Yes, absolutely
2: But then the guy knocks the ball It's the same play, he knocked the ball out the back of the end zone So once that happened, he negated the fumble
4: Yes, yeah, and that's the biggest thing Because you see when there's a fumble, there's two parts of the story One's the forced fumble, the other's the fumble recovery If you got a player who knocked it out uh, came Chancellor did Well, someone else needs to recover it for Seahawks to get the ball back Because otherwise it's still going to be the Lions ball and one half of the equation was done, and the other half, the guy basically broke the rule blatantly, and uh, it cost Seattle the game. And so I see what you're saying, Train. Uh, I mean, like, yeah, sure, they should have fumbled. But at the same time, when there's a fumble, I mean, someone else got to make a play too, and the dude just just volleyball and, 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 in the and, end zone.
3: Okay, so let's get past. Let's let's get past. All right, the fumble, uh, the missed call. Detroit is still down three. There's no guarantee that Detroit scores. And if they do score, there's no – I mean, Seattle still has time. Because that's actually like two minutes up on the clock at the time that happened.
1: Yeah, it a it was lot just of time. Under, it's just under two minutes. Yeah. But we don't know what would have happened. We don't we know. know. But they didn't get a chance that they earned. They drove down there and – by rule, should have had the ball first and goal at the one-inch one, one inch line. Could have Seattle have scored? Sure. Could they not have scored? Sure. Was Detroit defense not playing pretty well? Sure was. So, who knows? We don't know what would have happened. But you know what? So What we do know is that Detroit didn't get a chance with first and goal at the one to win the game. Okay, that
3: statement, that statement I get. But to say it lost in the game
1: is. Well, that's my opinion. I, I, just, I just don't. Well, that's I, my get, I get
3: you. I, that's my I get
1: you. I'm just
5: saying. My you. opinion is they would have won the game.
1: My opinion. is but we,
5: we, They would we, have had the goal
1: line, and they would have. They um, I can disagree with your opinion, right? Yeah, you can disagree with my opinion. I'm just saying that was my opinion. They would have okay. won the game. That's my what I'm
3: saying. I don't feel like that just lost in the game.
2: Okay. And you know, the sad part is, train?
1: we'll never know. Yes. And that's my problem. We won't. We won't. But that's, that's the tragedy. They, that's a tragedy.
2: That, when they came across the that they missed
1: that call,
3: I was just like, damn. Like, Detroit is not my team. But, like you said at the beginning of the show, you football fan first team. I was just like, damn. <laughs>
5: They're
3: in the locker room. That's really
1: messed up.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean Detroit, that's Detroit always gets screwed.
1: And that's the problem is. <laughs> We have to sit here and wonder what would have happened, and I don't like that. No different than last year's game when Dez Bryant, and that was turned over, and we'll never know how that game would have ended. I think Dallas would have won that game. Maybe Aaron Rodgers has enough time to come back. wasn't a lot of time left, but maybe he does. I don't know, but we won't know, and that's the problem is it's a 60-minute game, and mm-hmm. as soon as they screwed up that call, you took Seattle's chance to win that game. And them son of a guns, you want to talk about a team given no chance to win that damn Detroit lions team was given no chance to go into Seattle and win this game. 0 three, you know, Megatron clearly is not Megatron anymore. I mean, let's just, let's just, let's just say when we're talking the greatest wide receivers playing right now, I'm sorry, Calvin Johnson is no longer in that discussion. He's just not, um, you know, we're going to be talking about Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, you know AJ Green. When Des when returns, we'll throw him in there. You know Calvin just ain't there. For whatever reason it is, whatever the reason is, he's not doing it this year. Maybe he's still hurt. Maybe he's getting old. Maybe the, uh, who, the who the hell knows what it is. But he ain't there. So 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 you got a Calvin Johnson that's not himself. You got an uncertain running back situation with Riddick and uh, that, that new guy there, the rookie Muhammad or whatever name is, Amir right? Yeah, Amir, Amir Dula. Dula. When, when they thought Bell was going to be the guy in the offseason that he was going to be the workhorse, dude ain't even hardly played. I drafted him in both of my leagues. Boy, that was a mistake. Um, so, you know, you talking about a team that's upside <laughs> down, going in to play a a, a a team that just got back their defensive captain, their defensive juggernaut, Cam Chancellor,
2: Russell Wilson He's running around
1: like, like he stole something.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah. Playing
1: in the fucking 12th, man, and they didn't have a chance. Dumb boys said, oh, yeah, watch. I have never had more respect for Detroit Lions than I had last night. I'll be talking crap about them next week. Well, tonight, well here's, what I I
3: was, get uh, here's two things I'll, I'll take away. Uh, for one, um, the guy, the, the defense coordinator, is it uh, Kerry Austin? Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, my brother better be considered for a head coaching position come next year. That's all I'm saying. Because the Dumb threw two left and that defense is still on ten. Now, Seattle's offensive line is horrible because everybody's getting sacks on Seattle every week. But still, they took advantage of the opportunity. They took really good advantage of the opportunity. So, yeah, I'm looking for that
4: defensive coordinator to move on next, some next season.
1: Yeah, maybe. I'm I mean, really impressed. impressed the yeah.
4: no, I was really impressed by that. And Anza, uh, that guy looked really good. Um, I mean, yeah, I know Seattle's offensive line hasn't been very good, but Man, he just absolutely killed and crushed any zone read attempt that Russell Wilson tried to do. It was not biting yes. at all. And as far as Calvin goes, yeah, I mean, when you're single it up with Kerry Williams and you're just not getting it done. I mean, Calvin's still a really good receiver, but the old Megatron is not getting single coverage with with Kerry Williams of all people. We to get burned out all day in Philadelphia. Hey, and, the uh,
1: old Megatron. Get away with it would still win as many as he lost Three against
4: people. Sherman. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah.
1: You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, the old Megatron would say, come on, Sherman, and he'd battle him, and he'd win some, he'd lose some, but he'd win some too. His last night, he just wasn't winning many at all against anybody. So, um, all right, well, I'm irritated, but that's just the beginning of my irritation tonight. My 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 irritation tonight is going is going is just it's just strong. Um, that's the beginning of my irritation. My irritation tonight is it's just strong. I'm just irritated. I'm just pissed off. I'm just pissed off. Okay. Um. Look, look. Here's the situation. Okay. Um. Cowboys lost. Okay. Cowboys lost. And um, I'm irritated by it. I'm irritated. Okay. Um. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to yield the floor because, you know, we got four of us here that need to talk. I'm going to let JB take this one. I'm going I'm to turn it over and shut my mouth and let JC, JB talk about his thoughts on the Cowboys and the loss to the Saints. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead, JB. I'm going to just sit back. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to drink my water, eat my M&Ms. I got some crispy M&Ms yeah. and the green bag. I got the bag big enough for sharing, but I ain't sharing with anybody. These are all mine, okay. I got a bag M Ms. All right, I got some Poland Spring water. I'm gonna sit back and I'm gonna eat some M Ms. I'm gonna drink my water, okay. If anybody is out there, I invited Cowboy Nation to listen in. I don't know if you're out there. If you're out there, eight three eight. I mean three four seven eight three eight nine five two five. If you want to chime in, catch us on Twitter at the Madden Voice, Facebook dot com backslash the Madden Voice, Commissioner T, Doctor Train, K Star. And, of course, J.B. talking some football with you tonight. We've got a lot to talk about. I'm going to sit back and let J.B. talk about the Cowboys' loss. J.B.,
2: the floor is yours.
0: Frustration. I'm pulling right like that, frustration. The one thing that we talked about last week, you mentioned it, I brought it up first. They need to have, we throw the ball down the field. He finally did that. It seemed like this was going to be a game that they should Of course, they should have pulled it out, and I thought they were going to pull it out. Come overtime, I, I, I'm still at a loss for words. I'm still at a loss for words. I had to make some comments on Facebook, too, yesterday and today. It was it was your boy, I think it was BJ, something like that, talking about next man up. People are going to have injuries next man up. I'm sorry, but when you lose a top-tier quarterback, lose a top-tier wide receiver, your top cornerback goes down and the captain of the defense is out with a concussion. Now you have Dunbar that's gone for the year. And I saw that I said, ACL all day. All day, I should have been a dog on docking. This is hard To overcome, yet they still Managed, even even though the Saints Aren't the Saints as what they used to be, you still got Drew Brees, you're still playing in the Big Easy. That's still a hard place to get a W With all that being said From overtime I don't know what happened CJ Spiller arrives out of the ashes Catches his pass And he's gone Where did that come from? What happened? I'm, I'm dumbfounded. I'm I, I almost you, put your M and M's down. Put your cold spring water down. Cause I'm still dumbfounded. I need you to chime in on this one. Cause I'm completely lost of what happened. There's
1: some M&Ms, <laughs> <I feel> like, <laughs> good ass M and boy. I feel like I feel like um, Cedric, I feel like Cedric. Feel like Cedric. Um, what did Cedric used to say? Cedric the Entertainer. There's some cold ass. What did he used to say, Jay?
0: Go ahead, ride, dog. Go ahead, yeah, ride right yeah. here, boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, go ahead, them and them right here, that boy. Yeah,
1: it's some so, listen, first of all. Go ahead, go ahead, boy. So I'm going to explain to everybody what happened on that overtime play so you know why that happened, in case people don't know. No, I,
0: I know why it happened. I just can't believe it
1: happened, but go ahead. No. Well, Gascar got hurt in the play before, and he's uh, our linebacker. Um,. He should have went down, so they called timeout. He didn't go down. He limped off the field. They substituted, uh, I think his name is Williams. Um, rookie. Rookie. He was confused. Lee was already out. He's our He's our quarterback. He's our captain. He's the one that lines him up. Lee's already out. This guy didn't know where to go. Breeze, to his credit, spotted the confusion. Did a quick snap. Audible the wheel route to Spiller, the rest is history. Um, Barry Church took, who is a very short tackler, normally took a horrible angle at Spiller, missed the tackle, and Spiller was gone. 80 yards, touchdown, game over. Um, I believe I heard quickest ending to overtime um, in then regular season history. Which um, is not, this is not the end that the Cowboys want to be on. Um, hey, let me just. Yeah, I don't want to be that side of history. Let me just say, (laughs) Cowboys Nation, if you're listening, anybody out there that's listening, this is real simple. This is very easy. Brandon Whedon needs to go. Simple as that. Brandon Whedon does not need to be on the Dallas Cowboys in any capacity. Any capacity. I don't want to hear that he's completed 76% of his pass this year. I don't want to hear that he has a 108 QB rating. I don't want to hear that him and Drew Brees had the same QBR of 81 for this game. I don't want to hear it. Means nothing when you lose the game. Means nothing when you've lost 10 straight starts. Means nothing when your career record as a starter is five wins and eighteen losses. Let me repeat myself for the people in the rear seats. Five wins and eighteen losses as a starter. Matt Castle went eleven and five one season when Brady went down. He went eleven and
5: five.
1: Okay, with a team that was built for Tom Brady, he took him to eleven and five. He's got more wins in one season than Whedon has in his whole career. I'm not saying Castle's the savior. Don't get me wrong. I know who Matt Castle is, I, but but I know who Brandon Whedon isn't. He's not a winner. And everybody, oh, he didn't play bad. It wasn't his fault. No, he is not a winner. He doesn't win games. Tim Tebow wins games. I don't want him, but he wins games. Vince Young, as a starter, won games. Some quarterbacks go out there and figure out a way to win. Eli Manning wins games. Two Super Bowls. Say whatever you want. Defense. He was the starting quarterback.
2: Two times.
1: Ben Whedon doesn't win games. He's not a winner. Okay? That's, that's, that's my problem. And the guy needs to go. Okay? I got a friend of mine that's going to, that's gonna, wait a minute, where, where did it go? Where did it he go? Here it comes. This says it even better than, 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 than I – wait a minute, where is it? You know, they, 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 these people at Blog Talk Radio really, um, they, they keep changing. There it is. Check this out. Check this out.
2: No, no, no. You, you don't want me to go much further. Go right ahead. Ask your question. Vernon, Vernon, just uh, it was something that I told everybody at the very beginning of the week. I will not tolerate um, players that think it's about them when it's about the team. And um, we, cannot make, we cannot make decisions that cost the team and then come off the sideline and it's nonchalant. No. You know what? I, I, this is how I believe, okay? I'm from the old school. I believe this. I would rather play with ten people and just get penalized all the way until we got to do something else rather than play with eleven when I know that right now that person is not sold out to be a part of this team. It is more about them than it is about the team. I cannot play with them, cannot win with them, cannot coach with them, can't do it. I want winners. I want people that want to win.
1: All of that was to hear that last line. I'm not suggesting that Brandon Whedon is about himself and all that other stuff, but that last line, I want winners. I want a quarterback that's going to win me games. Brandon Whedon is not a winner. Every game comes down to three or four decisions in a game that a quarterback makes. I have all the faith in the world that Tony Romo is going to make three out of those four decisions the right way, and in most games, four out of four. So will Tom Brady, so will Aaron Rodgers, so will Drew Brees when he's healthy, so will Peyton Manning. But as you go down the list of quarterbacks, the reason there's a difference in in winning and losing is because the quarterbacks on the other end of that scale don't make those right decisions. There's a difference. If a guy jumps offside, do you take a shot or do you throw the ball down? We had a situation not in our game, but I saw two games a week ago, both both quarterback, one quarterback was Aaron Rodgers. Defense jumped offside. Aaron Rodgers took a shot downfield. Do you know why? Because he knew he had a free play. I saw another game with, damn, I can't remember the quarterback. Younger quarterback. Other team jumped offside. He just threw the ball down. Didn't click. Didn't dawn on him. Didn't have the experience. Didn't played enough games to realize that's a free play. Take a shot. Even if they intercept it, you're still going to get the ball because he hadn't done it enough. Well, this is what we're dealing with in Dallas. We've got a Roma who's 35 years old, been a star in his league for – nine, ten years, has matured, has developed, knows the game, has the spin move, moves around in the pocket, does things, makes adjustments. He now, in my opinion, is one of the best quarterbacks in this game. We now have Brandon Whedon, who couldn't even keep his job in Cleveland. Cleveland. Jerry Jones a week ago says Brandon Whedon is one of the best passers in the game and this weekend comes out and says well, you know, when you're playing against Drew Brees, you can't compare him to that guy. I mean, yeah. Jerry Jerry, shut up. Shut up. Shut your mouth. Brandon Whedon needs to go. I don't care who they put back there. Matt Castle, Kellen Moore, I don't care. But if you keep Brandon Whedon back there, it's going to be very difficult to win games. And by the way, these Super Bowl champions are coming to town at 425 on Sunday, averaging 38 points a game. Dallas hasn't scored 38 points this year. And you're going to play a team that's averaging 38 points a game, coming off a bye. And we're going we're, we're to put Brandon Whedon up against them. Yeah.
3: Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I, I I think you're being too hard on him, personally.
1: I know. I know you're um
3: because um as far as running the quarterback position for a backup, he's doing damn so better than I've seen most in the league do. Um
1: What's the I what's the quarterback's that, job? That, I, I
3: I think I I let me finish. I think when you have a team that loses their Pro Bowl quarterback, their Pro Bowl receiver. I think it's very difficult to continue to win games. I understand you're close you you guys you guys have been past two weeks close. But still you need I mean Tony Romo, Des Bryant. those guys know how to finish games. And so when you don't have that and you're looking for your backup to do what your starters do, that's the reason why you said this before, that's the reason why the backups they can't do the same things that the starters do. They can't, and sometimes it comes down to you need to you to to the point where you need them to get over that hump, and they're not going to be able to do it. And that's where that's 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 the team that Dallas has right now with Romo and Dez Bryant being out. They can't get over that hump. They're going to stay in games because collectively they still got a lot of good pieces. But without them, with without them two them two big pieces, that king and that queen. And no, it's, it's going to be hard for Dallas until those guys get back.
1: Okay. Can I can I respond?
5: Mhm.
1: He's a pro football quarterback getting paid to play the game. He has lost Here's ten Jimmy straight.
2: Classen.
1: He has lost ten straight. <laughs> Jimmy Clausen has not. There is not you a don't quarterback. Lose the game. Is not, okay, for one. Is, there, let, wait a minute. I let you finish. Now you let me finish. Go ahead. I, I let you finish. There is not a quarterback playing, starter or backup that has lost 10 straight starts in the NFL. There's not one playing active on any roster right now that has lost 10 straight starts. That is a loser. I'm not expecting him to go in and win every game. I'm not expecting him to beat Tony Romo. I'm not delusional. I know the difference. Who the hell is you talking to? Of course I know the difference. But I also know that I want a guy that's going to go in and help us win that is his job so you, what are you saying let's just concede defeat because we don't have romo let's just hey we don't have romo fuck it
2: we're going to lose let's concede defeat hell no
1: but i want but i'm a realist and when you put a guy in there that is 5 and 18 as a starter oh for 10 in his last 10 starts and you're expecting him to somehow try to come out and beat an atlanta team and now you want him to come be a Drew Brees team, and now he's got to go up against Tom Brady. I'm saying hell no, betch his ass. And I'm saying let's give Matt Castle a, a chance. I'm willing to take and it you, or
3: leave really Matt, like Matt Castle. Is going to do better?
1: I don't know, but I'm willing to find out because I know what I've got with okay, Brandon. First, Reed. I see what I've got. I've got ten straight losses. That's what I've got.
3: You are, you also got a quarterback that's actually running an offense. And for one, I don't agree with that whole he gap ten-straight. Quarterback is not it's not the quarterback versus 22 other people. It's an offense and a defense. He runs one position. It's a very important position, but he don't win the game on his own, neither does he lose the
4: game on his own.
1: So the bench cutler okay. and put input cloth, I got, it doesn't matter. I, I got to step, step in. I got to step in. Wait, wait, wait! Just a I, cl- back, pl- doesn't matter, right? Because he's getting paid to play, right? Doesn't matter. I, I,
3: oh, oh, see, to say to to jump in and say it doesn't matter, you just go past my first point I already made. We've already established that it matters because you need your starters. That's we what I'm saying, right? True. That's I can't, just even, side I can't side believe that the dude, dude, the dude
5: is actually play.
3: delivering
1: as the quarterback. But
3: you're, he you're he saying because do. you lost the game, it's on him.
1: Yes, that's exactly what I'm oh, saying. Oh, wow. We are losing wow. Okay. with him at okay. the – I don't give a shit what your stats are when you lose. Okay. Who cares? Okay. The object Who's of the play? game well, is to win. All right, we, so, enough of so, you. So, but he like can't play defense
3: know, when Phil broke out. He, I
5: know he can't play. He can't, can't play
3: defense on that play. He can't play defense oh. in, the last, in the last two minutes of the game when, when, when you guys are holding the lead, which I'm watching the NFL replay right now.
1: Um Train, train. I will say it to you again. This is easy. This is easy. I don't even understand the point you're arguing. You have a quarterback that has lost ten straight as a starter, and you're sitting there saying, "Well, he's playing pretty well." No, he's losing. The point of the game. The team is
5: losing. He is not losing. Absolutely not. Stop. Not
1: him. The team. Yes, I understand. It's It's not
5: just Ben
3: Weeden.
1: <laughs> you guys are completely Hold on When train. the quarterback wins When the team wins The quarterback gets too much credit And when the team loses The quarterback gets too much credit well,
3: I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. go by that philosophy I never have oh, never Train Train you have Train, train. You have. That's that's Your mean.
4: philosophy Your philosophy is broken Because here's why You are ignoring An obvious trend Oh my trend. Goodness. You're, No seriously You need to wake up You're ignoring an obvious trend You're, You are you are blame placing Everywhere else ignoring the fact That the dude's lost 10 straight you think that was coincidence, really. We saw him play in Cleveland. This was not exactly not predictable. This isn't something that it is not something that we're already aware of. Now, I mean, is the circumstance tough. Of course it's tough. But the fact of the matter is the man does not win games because he doesn't make plays towards the end of the game to win these said games. He's not a guy that's that's been proven, uh, that that's gotten it done before, ever. And so, what T uh, basically say is what okay, so we already know this. Why is it going to change? The trend is obvious. And, I mean, legitimately, who says Matt Castle can do a better
1: job? Who says Matt we Castle can make one more play?
4: We don't know. We don't. And, and here's the thing Matt Castle I'm, at least has some wins under his belt.
1: I'm willing to find out. That's my point. I know what I have with Whedon. He manages the game, he keeps his mistakes to a minimum, he keeps them in the game, but he doesn't win. Two games that were winnable games, and the team, yes, the team lost under his leadership as the quarterback. His job is different- one more point than the other team. He gets and- almost just as many possessions as they get. Maybe one more, maybe one less but he gets the same number of possessions. Yes, I understand the whole defense. I get all that. I get all that. But when you're running the offense, your job is to score one more point than that defense. That's your job. And, yes, he orchestrated a great end-of-the-game drive, 91 yards, and Terrence Williams made a hell of a touchdown catch. Super. What happened to the other 54 minutes of the game? There There was a play that they made, and I don't remember. I just remember watching the play where they sacked, He he stood in the pocket like Drew Bledsoe used to do. He stood in the pocket like a statue. It was a third down play. And Witten was wide open. And he got sacked. And I'm sitting there saying anybody with an ounce of mobility or experience would have taken two steps up and and hit Witten. And for some reason, he didn't do it. It's plays like that that he doesn't make that come out at the end of the game. It's only a few throughout the game. But that's what he's not doing and that's contributing to the loss. So now that I've seen that for two weeks, I'm saying I'm done. I'm saying I'm done. The Brandon the experience is over. Put in Matt Castle, put in Kellen Moore, go sign Tim Tebow off the street, go get Vince Young out of retirement. Go 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 get Joe Montana, his old ass in there. See if Troy Aikman wanna come down out of the booth. Hell Train, what you doing Sunday?
2: Why well, don't you go out there? Let me see what you got. I'm willing to see you out there, at quarterback. Quarterback in America, Steve. The man with the philosophy. You really had an all-time loading. <laughs> I'm
1: ready to I see
4: if
2: turn back there, at quarterback. Running the running
4: gun. If,
2: Read
1: option.
4: Come uh, on with baby. got a question. He's actually drinking water over there. It's not actually a different form of a clear liquid instead. <laughs> but, um, I do have a
1: I do have pumpkin flavored vodka in the refrigerator because <laughs> it's it's October. Uh, I just think What thanks.
4: I will say, what what I will say though is one thing I didn't notice was even the previous week, the game, um, and I went back and I watched uh, some games last week. Like the game turned against Atlanta when Brandon Whedon threw a hideous yep. interception yep. to Atlanta, and it just it just played mm-hmm. like that that he makes. at twenty
1: one to seven. Awful. At twenty one yeah. to seven, the Cowboys got changed the everything. And, and that's my point. You did a – you were on point. Fantastic job. Got us to 21-7. Offense is humming. Everything's clicking. And then he threw that horrible interception, and the momentum started. And it went downhill from there. And that's what I'm saying. It's two or three, four plays throughout the game that he's not making, and he's making a poor decision. And I see it, and I'm saying I'm done. I'm saying – I'm ready. I, I, hey, if Matt Castle gets there and stink it up, okay, that's fine. At least, at least give him a chance. Because you know what? We don't know. Kellen Moore, we don't know. Dustin Vaughn, I don't even know if he's still on the practice squad. We don't know. Who else is out there free agent? Well, you can't really get them ready for Sunday. But I'm saying we know what he has, isn't doing. And while his stats are, ain't winning games, we we, we we brought him here, train just so you understand my anger is he was brought here to win games. He was brought here to keep the team going. If Romo went down, that's exactly what his job. That's exactly what they brought him here for. They said, you are a first round draft pick. You had a bad situation in Cleveland. We're going to put you around some talent. Granted does is out, but it's still more talent than he had in Cleveland, even without Dez.
4: Even in Cleveland, he had talent. I mean, he had a great offensive line. He had Josh Gordon. He's,
1: Awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, where's Josh Gordon now, though? I mean, you know what I'm saying? So, I, mean, I mean, yeah,
0: no,
1: but that's personal. The you on that <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you know. But the point is, when he was brought in, that's exactly what they said. They said, we have a quarterback who's a gunslinger. He's a risk taker. He's been known to be out a game or two. We need you to come in and keep things going in his absence if he goes down. This is your job. This is what we're bringing you in for. And... He did okay against Philly. Dallas still had a lead. He locked it in, seven for seven. I got optimistic. I said, oh, shit. Go ahead, Brandon. I, I sat up. I said, okay. Seven for seven, threw a nice pass to Terrence Williams. Touchdown, iced the game. I said, okay. Another year in the system, he's more mature. I felt good. I came on here, and I said, man, let's go. Let's go, Atlanta we lost to Atlanta, I still was okay. I still was okay. I still said, you know what, Atlanta's turning into a juggernaut. They just, you know, he put 28 points up on the board. Hey, you know what, I'm okay. I saw some mistakes. I saw the interception. But you know what, it's okay. We're going up against the Saints, 0-3. Drew Brees might play at the time. He, He ain't 100%. Jimmy Graham's gone. Colston's a shell of his former self. Their offensive line ain't that good. Come on. And then I watched that game, and I said, really? 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 JB, am I wrong? JB, you're a Cowboy fan. You know,
0: you know I'm, I'm I'm sitting back, and I'm listening to everybody talk, and, and I guess Dr. Trent, you call me the voice of reason, and maybe there is a reason why you call me the voice of reason, because honestly, I have not heard anything wrong from what anybody has said. I'll start off with Dr. Train. I agree with you and understand, you know, it's not just the quarterback. It's a team, and and you go down together. I get all of that, and and I see where you're coming from. See, I also see where you're coming from, and this is kind of what I said to folks at at my job. Bring Brandon Whedon in in the middle of the first quarter or halftime or or start of the fourth quarter because when he starts games, he doesn't win. He's a long-release pitcher. He ain't no starting pitcher if this is baseball. There is a reason why you got 10 straight losses. And and when you need a play, they'll give you the minimum. When you need a little bit more than the minimum. When you expect something great to happen, it only gives you something good to happen. When you expect something average to happen, it gives you something poor. The point is, it's always a step below what's required. And even though you look at the stats, you look at the raw numbers, the raw numbers, they look good, but it's those those intangible plays that you can't get back that cost the game. Folks that mentioned interception completely agree. Talked about that last week. T, you hit the nail on the head because I saw it too. Went wide open. Couldn't give him the ball because he's standing there like a statue. Didn't budge. Didn't flinch an inch. Feet of stone. It's those kinds of plays that don't show up in a stat book that are, are masked within having an 81 QBR or a 109 rating that you don't see that cost you gain. So, yeah, I agree. You know what you're getting with reading him. You know what you're getting with reading when you find them. So that was a big question mark there. You know, Romo's going to be back there trying to make plays. It's just like what I said about Robertsberger and then them signing Pick. I hope you know what you're doing because if Pick is going to end up playing some games, you go get Whedon. Hope you know what you're doing because Whedon's going to end up playing some games. So now that we've seen two straight games where he started, two straight games where he lost, you don't have anything to lose right now. Go, go bring in Matt Cappell. He was signed to compete for that second position, that. that, that yeah, back up roster spot. Now he's been there a couple of weeks. Give him a shot. See what he can do. Because right now, two and two, top And now you got, again, and that was going to be my big point until you hit it again on the head. You got the Patriots coming in off a of bye. Go get somebody else. Go get Castle. Give him a shot. So down back right there, and that was pretty much his, his other or safety net besides winning. so you got nothing to lose by bringing in Castle.
4: And also, Jerry Jones, he's a smart guy, and, and he chose the words carefully when he was describing Brandon Whedon. He described him as a great passer, not a great quarterback. Great passer, and there's a difference, and people need to realize there's a big difference there. A quarterback, yes, they can pass. Obviously, they have to be functional at that. But they also have to inspire their team. They have to be a leader. That's part of the position requirement. It's a baseline requirement. If you don't have it, then yeah, you can have all the pretty stats if you're a pretty passer. But uh, like uh, you know, Jimmy was saying, it's those intangible plays that make the difference. And then also, the leadership factor it can't be overstated. And it's not again, just ten straight losses to me. It's uh, it's just glaring. It's it's obvious. We know who Brandon Whedon is pretty passer, so like pretty quarterback. So T I'm I'm not gonna disregard your frustration. That's
3: I had that not, that not one point from I had to sit through Jimmy Clausen against Seattle. <laughs> <laughs>
5: mm-hmm.
3: Mind you, mind you, that was the best time of multitasking I ever had. I was like, what okay <laughs> it on? Oh okay. we <laughs> We still handing off the ball. So so I get it. Um um but at the same time I will say the dude is a He's a backup for a reason. No,
1: um, I agree. I, I agree and, with that. Yeah, it. Is... Oh, go ahead. I, no, I was going to say I agree with that, and that's why I gave him some time. That's why I didn't yeah. expect him to come in and light it up and be 2-0 and as a starter. I figured Atlanta would be tough, winnable but tough. I thought the Saints, mm-hmm. and I still think, you know. That
3: was a very winnable.
1: Yeah, Very yeah, And yes, yeah.
2: you can say,
1: you can, you can take out my frustration and break down the game and, and find a many reasons the Cowboys lost the game that don't fall on Brandon. Mm-hmm. Of course you can do that. But what I'm saying is I get to the point where I can't ignore the fact that this guy has lost 10 straight starts. And at some point, while you can certainly blame injuries, Sean Lee going out during the game, Dunbar going out during the game, you know Gascar going out and, and causing us to have the touchdown scored against us, um, you know all of that absolutely. And you can sit there and say Brandon Whedon played his best game as a Cowboy, and da da da. But what did that? What that and twenty five cents will get you a gumball because the Cowboys lost the game. So what good is it? <laughs> what good is it? You know what, that's great. Eighty one QBR. Fantastic! Great job. We lost, and and I think there's something. You know, remember um, Matt Schaub? Yeah. He's a backup yeah. somewhere in the league now. And, and 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 remember him last year or the year before? Was he last year or the year before? And and he kept throwing pick sixes like six games in yep. a row, and lost yep. every game. Yep. Lost his confidence. It was your
3: birthday. You got one.
1: And, right? And Matt Schaub at one point was considered you know, a, a Matt Ryan level you know, one of those Andy Dahl Matt Ryan kind of level quarterbacks. But he, something got in his head. Now he's a journeyman. Now he's a scrub. Now he's a backup somewhere. I don't think he'll ever be a starter again. And and I will say this. I don't even want him. <laughs> I'll take Brandon Whedon over him. Uh, that's about the only guy that I'll take <laughs> Brandon Whedon over. But but my point is I think there's something in Brandon Whedon's psyche in his head because he keeps losing and at some point you know when you just go out there and do every and i'm not saying he's not playing hard i'm not saying he's not trying i'm listen, this ain't personal this guy's a cowboy i'm gonna give him support as a cowboy but what i'm saying is something is in the way of him being able to help orchestrate a win something that he's not doing I know it's a team game and everybody's got to pull their weight, but there's decisions throughout the game that I feel, I think JB really, really nailed it. When you need him to perform at an A level, he comes in at a B. When you can make it with a C level, He comes in at a D. He's always one step less than what the team needs. And because there's so much talent on this team, even with the injuries, we still have Jason Witten. We still have the best offensive line in the game, I think. We still have Joe Randall, who's not a bad running back. You know, Cole Beasley, nice slot receiver. Terrence Williams, not a number one, but a decent number two. We've still got, you know, Sean Lee. I don't know what's going to happen with him this week, but, you know, Claiborne's playing well, cornerback. Finally, you know, there's still pieces out there enough to keep it alive and keep us competitive. But we need that leader. We need that guy who can, who who's going, who's going to command that offense and come through. Not just the last two minutes of the game, which was a great drive, but we. I need you in the second quarter, bro. I need you in the first quarter. When you had Atlanta down 21-7 and had the ball, I needed you to go down there and get three points at least. Touchdown would have been great, but I need three scores. I need them down three scores because there's something about an NFL team. When they get down three scores, things change. They start feeling desperate. They start playing sloppy. Two scores, you, you, that's, I can do that. Three, oh, shoot. I, we needed that from Brandon Whedon. He threw an interception. That's a prime example of what I'm talking about, prime example. So for me, I want another quarterback.
3: I, I guess, I guess for me, I, I'll, I'll, you know, this will be my last comment on it, is that in, in you guys' situation, when you have a guy like Brandon Weeden, who's it's not enough to get you over that hump, but yet he's running the offense at a somewhat productive manner, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for the over the hump to come from somewhere else. You know, maybe the defense, maybe special teams, somewhere else other than that guy because we know that guy is our backup. Because it's 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 rare to even have a backup play even at Brandon Wheaton's level, let alone try to win the game.
1: That's not that's 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 a fair point, and that's a way to look at it. Um, this team wasn't built that way, unfortunately, and and this is where when you're depleted with the injuries that this team has. Um, The quarterback is still the leader of the offense and, and, and frankly, the leader of the team. Um, And we just need him to win and and to be a significant part of winning. The team needs to know that they can win with Brandon Whedon. They haven't seen that yet. They need to see a win under him as a starter. 60 minutes of football and you won the game. I'm going to tell you, if something happens on Sunday and lightning strikes – and Jesus comes back from Nazareth, and the Cowboys are able to upset the, the Patriots. Look out. We might <laughs> get a random after that. Okay? But, that's a you lot know, of man you, know, man, you know, it
4: sounds like that's something that God wants to deliver on, and I think that's only qualifiable. That's Tim Tebow. I
5: want to see.
1: I want to see that picture of K Star in. I just love that one, man. Oh my god. Oh, literally. Was- I do not mean
4: to, no pun intended there, but yeah, that. Uh, I didn't know what. you know what? I real,
0: that's funny. I dude, did you know, real quick, you know what's
4: frustrating? <laughs> I Tebowed like early September before it was like really popular, and and three months later, I hated T boy more than anything. And we all know why. And that's
1: just, <sighs> I don't remember K star. Why, why, why did well, you, you know, hate yeah. him oh, man, here we go. so much K star? I, 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 I don't, I don't remember. All right.
4: Obviously, seriously, with this game, they're one defense, yeah. uh, scoring, playing most, one of the most anemic offenses in all of football, um, the ankle for Big Ben is a lot better than it was uh, against San Francisco, which is definitely uh, good news. But uh, while we walk in news. the hall, you know, again, uh, Mike Wallace, Antonio Brown, two prolific receivers for us. Uh, also I just don't true. see how, you know, Tim Tebow and the Broncos can match us point for point uh, at most of um, Again, that offense is just horrendous to begin with, and they're playing against their one defense in the league. Uh, Troy Polamalu, James Harris, Lamar Williams, they're coming for you, Tim Tebow. I
1: love you, but not this Sunday. Not this time. And I, and I can't play that without playing this. You don't want to come on the Madden Voice if y'all lose to Denver, man. Oh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, oh, man. Now, now I'm going to I would forever hate him, Tebow.
4: I'm going to get on. Oh, I'm get on, right now. I'm get
1: on okay. With what you gave me about Romo and how Romo and this and that and Romo and he didn't do it and blah, 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 all that, bull. Man, do not. I'm going to tell you now. Get Okay. <laughs> get a cold, get something, man, Sprain, get a high ankle sprain, something. But you don't want to come on the Madden Voice next Tuesday night. If I don't care how, I don't care if Ben gets knocked out the first play and don't play the whole game. Don't come on the show next week because there's no way on earth the Steelers should lose it. We know why. All those
4: things are true, by the way. All those things are true. And I still hate Tim Tebow years later. I'm glad. Thanks for
1: bringing that up. Thank you. Yeah. And no the outside chance said, Tebow finds some magic.
5: <laughs> that is so evil, man. <laughs> it's it's scary, weird. scary, scary thought.
4: I don't even want to entertain it. We just not. <laughs> but, but, you <laughs> know, know,
1: it's... it's it's funny that you bring it up, Keston, and we'll move on to another topic, but but it's a good example of a guy that didn't really have all the stats, that didn't have, you know, he he didn't have the high percentage completion rate. He didn't, you know, but that year as a Denver quarterback, he won games. He was a winner. You know, um um you know, and I think that what we need is something like that. We need a guy that frankly, all he does is win.
5: This kid is a gamer.
3: He's a follower. He's a slave maker. And a shot smaller. In case you didn't know, I got t He shattered the mold, and all he does is win. All, all, all he does is win game Listen, I got t He shattered the mold, and all he does is win. All, 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 all he, all he does is unleash.
5: him, t let him go. It's
3: time, turn him loose,
5: let him play. Let him play on Sunday. Unleash T-Bone, let him go. It's time, turn him loose, let him play. I'm going to church Sunday. Run past option. Awesome. I think that's my game. I guarantee you that! I'm no Don Ellie. He's rewriting the book. We can and we can He's a unique. Don't walk That's what Tim Tebow's all about. He's a gamer.
3: He's a baller. Playmaker. Shut. caller. He's a gamer. He's a baller. Playmaker. shot Caller. Unleash Tim Tebow.
5: I'll let him go. It's time. Turn him loose. Let him play. Let him play on um, Sunday.
3: And all he does is win, all, all, all he does is win. One more day,
5: one more win. All, all, all he does is win
3: game.
1: Uh, so yeah, it's just, but, but, it's, need- but that's what we need. We don't need Tebow. I'm not necessarily suggesting him, but Tebow did win. He did win games. Vince Young, you know, as a starter, won games. You,
4: you know what drove people crazy about Tim Tebow, outside of myself losing my Steelers and what happened there? Um, it was the fact that Tim Tebow and his, his stats – Okay, so we're we're in a stat-driven world, and I'm a part of it, and, and I enjoy it myself, but it wasn't quantifiable. People, it, it didn't make sense to people how it was happening, like, at all. It made zero sense to everyone outside of people within the Denver locker room, and even the coaches were like, oh, man. But it's just one of those things that leadership is such an important, tangible, and that man really had no NFL quarterbacking ability, but he had all-world leadership, and you, you saw what that could do to a team.
2: So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. I'm not saying I may not come back to this before the show's over cuz I'm pissed off, man. Pissed off. But um since we've got K-Star talking um So, um you had a rough you had a rough uh week there, Mr. K-Star. Um oh, I did. Talk to us yeah. about Michael Vick. Talk to us about the um, the possibility that I'm hearing that Big Ben might be back a little sooner than originally
2: expected. So give us the give us the good the bad and the ugly.
1: Well the good is that Big
4: Ben actually might be the Wolverine of the NFL. Um, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
5: the fact that the to come out with something <laughs>
4: Mm-hmm. But seriously, the fact that this man so took a hit last, yeah, a couple of Sundays ago, where I legitimately thought he was done for the year and, let, like, literally was on my couch hitting up the Captain Morgan, which I usually don't do. Um, and, and now the fact that he, on Thursday, he'd walk around without crutches. And apparently, there's a rumor that he might be back in a couple of weeks is insane. He, this man breaks all the timetables and expectancies. He just. Again, we'll bring on the NFL, I don't know how to describe it. It makes me very happy because, listen, we needed Big Ben on, on Thursday. And, no, I'm not blaming Michael Vick. I'm not saying that it was his fault. He was given a tough assignment three days, if that, to prepare for a game, uh, the Thursday game, with what happened to Ben on that Sunday. And, you know, quite frankly, he, Mike Vick did make some plays. Um, we saw a rare drop from Antonio Brown. Uh, that would have been a touchdown, which Mike Vick made a great throw on. Uh, and and he, he he did a couple of good things. Uh, and, however, <laughs> the rest of the team, outside of Le'Veon Bell, uh, and, and even at times of defense, it, it was bad. The, the coaching staff, they failed us. Todd Haley, what are you doing out there? What are you doing? I don't I even want to get into this because, like, it was last Thursday, and I feel like I'm, I'm mostly over it. But these demons are coming out. And Jesus, third and two, fourth and two, we're just handing the ball to Le'Veon Bell all game, and we decided to just not, not do that at that point. We're running quarterback sweeps with Michael Vick, like it's all good. And and just throwing passes to the right sideline on rollouts and stuff when, when Michael Vick is a left-hand quarterback. It, it, none of it made any sense. None of it made any sense to play call to the end. And our kicker, well, there's a reason why he's on the team. Josh Kobe is terrible. He's awful. I hate him. Hate him. Right, And I know that there wasn't much good kicker play or quality kicker play over the past weekend. But let me tell you something. It started with Josh Scobie. He's such a trend. That guy's a disaster, and I'm glad he's gone. And that game was a disaster. We gave that game away in seven different ways. The Ravens suck. Awful. And we're just as bad of a team just for letting them win when they had no business being on the field with us. I'm getting pissed off again. And that's the ugly
1: um, okay, and you're right. It was Thursday, so it's kind of dead and buried. But I wanted to give you a chance. To, it's coming back out. Yeah, I, I, and, I, and I figured you'd want to, you'd want to, you'd want to do that. Um, well, you know, the fact that Ben may be back sooner than expected is great for you guys. I, I, I can't, I can't get that news because Romo is on the. He's gone for eight weeks because they put him on that injured reserve, but will be backless, so he can't come back before November something, 11th or something. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, 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 yeah, but that's good news for you guys. Um, oh, so, okay. There's still some good-ass M&Ms. Yeah. Um. Sounds, sounds like <laughs> it. Dr. Train.
2: You yes. all got a nice,
1: nice come-from-behind victory. Jay Cutler yeah, all of a sudden. Started to looked a little bit like a quarterback. Um, I know, right? we trust? I mean, what's up? Is, is this a new day? Is, is this the beginning of some change down there? Is this, a, I mean, you know, are we ready for, um... Where the hell is it? No. Some... Where is it? oh I'm here, but it's not playing. Hold on, I'm trying to... You know, blog talk radio, y'all just be pissing me off. <laughs> and messing with the props <laughs> you
5: know i just i clicked on the <laughs>
2: To get ready for the Sunday fight Now I'm as smooth as a chocolate twirl I dance a little funky, so watch me girl There's no one here that doesn't like me My Super Bowl shuffle will sing.
1: play the entire song however once again I had technical difficulties with blog talk radio I couldn't get to the switchboard I couldn't get to any of my controls for the entire song so um, you guys got the Super Bowl shuffle full length version was not my intention I apologize I was just going to play it for a quick minute like I normally do when you get on to talking to Dr. Train Um, can I confirm that I still have Dr. Train, K-Star and JB confirmed thank God I'm
0: just happy it's over Dr. Train? Train in a coma shock right now.
4: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah I'm still here.
4: I'm muted. Myself okay.
0: Just,
1: just, I, just, wow. <laughs> I couldn't get to it. I couldn't stop it.
4: It was a blog. You, you win one game. You win one okay. game, and we get the full length version of the survey or something.
1: You know, the problem, the reality is that all three of y'all were in your living rooms dancing, okay? Okay, that's really the bottom line. Y'all can sit there all you want and talk junk, especially Train. Train was probably breakdancing over there. JB was popping and locking, and K-Star I was doing the old Fred Sanford okey-doke. I don't know what he was doing. But I'm just saying, y'all was all dancing. That's what was
5: going yeah. on. Yeah.
1: There, all you want and act like yeah. you didn't enjoy it, but you was you was dancing. But anyway, um, now that the song is finally over, <laughs> Um, what's going on with 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 Cutler? Is there optimism, or was it just one good game, or what's up? It's one game, man.
3: <laughs> that is one game. Uh, I said we play better if we had a better quarterback, and we did. We're still a close one, and they were able to pull it out. But it's definitely just one game. And yeah, my expectations are the same as they were when the season started. If the team is playing better than I thought. Than I thought it would be. Uh, defense gets better with every game. The offense looks like the healthier it is, the better they play. Looking forward to seeing Alshon Jeffrey come back and playing along with Jay Culler. Jay Culler looks like he's ready to play ball again. He's no longer just playing for the money. So, yet
1: and still, one game.
2: So, please address
1: the rumors running wild that there is a fire sale happening in Chicago and that Alshon Jeffries and Matt Forte may very well be on the trading block. Is there any truth to that?
3: Hell, I don't know. To be honest with you, Uh, from what I understand, NFL rules prevent them from doing such things. I didn't read that particular article, but I did see the headline. Uh, Certain rules prevent them from just having a quote-unquote fire sale, but to me it wouldn't make any sense. I should get rid of Alshon Jefferson. He's still a young wide receiver. You need more than one good wide receiver. It's not like we got any. I mean, you don't know what you have in Kevin White. All you got is a high high draft choice that's recovering from injury right now. As far as Matt Forte, I, I can understand they're really high on Jeremy Langford, But, um, you know, he's still playing at a high level. So
1: We'll take him in Dallas. And we have been linked to rumors. There have been rumors of Matt Forte and Alshon Jeffries being on the trading block and Dallas being interested. Um, nothing that I've seen, read, or looked into in Dallas confirms any of this. Nothing at all. Absolutely zero discussion in the Dallas media about Matt Forte and Alshon Jeffries. Zero discussion.
5: So
1: so that's why I was wondering in in Chicago was there any room any anything any scuttlebutt on these guys being traded? Because in Dallas th- th- there's no discussion at all. But I'll tell you what I
3: read the Tribune. I was gonna say I read the Tribune every day, bro. I haven't uh, I ain't seen it.
5: Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: Cool. Um, this just made me this made me feel like I need to go back to K-Star again. And I know K-Star put something on Facebook. We shared it on um, the Madden Voice um, about Oakland and Oakland's offense and Chip Kelly. K-Star, you want to share that to everybody listening and to our two, the other two co-hosts here?
4: Absolutely. Um so, tell you. Uh, hey, man, we all hear it. Sounds Mm -hmm. sounds pretty chewy. (laughs) Uh, Crispy. And speaking of something that I was chewing on while I was watching the NFL game rewind, uh, I was really enjoying watching the Oakland offense operate uh, the first couple of weeks. Uh, For those who are uninformed or just unaware of this, Bill Musgrave is their offensive coordinator who was the quarterback's coach in Philadelphia. And what they're doing in Oakland, I mean, obviously you watched the game, you saw kind of what they are trying to do conceptually is they're running a variation of Chip Kelly's offense uh, with the quick pace, with the, uh, you know, the screen game and the the um, spread sets and everything else of that manner. And my comment on Facebook was that they actually have the what, what, – what Chip Kelly wants is the personnel that's in, in the West Coast right now in Oakland because the pieces that fit the Chip Kelly scheme, they're out there. They're not, you know, really in Philadelphia like – uh, what, or at least ideally, what he would want. And I say that because, again, Derek Carr, if you got. Guys...
1: Did we lose?
2: K Star? K Star.
5: Let's go.
1: Oh, we lost. Chief Kelly must knock knocked on his door. Well, you know. <laughs> K Star, no. I'm about to jump in that ass. Um,. You know, because that's why I think he hung up. Let's see if he's back yet. Okay, let's bring him back.
4: Welcome back, K Star. Man, don't jump on my ass. Just, just, just let me finish. I'm let you I'm not finish. Sure what happened. That was crazy. That was crazy. I come in all out here just jumping, jumping
1: my ass. Jumping, right. Jump on that ass. Go ahead, K Star.
4: All right. Uh, <laughs> you there, Bubba. But. Um, yeah, no, I just like what I see. I just like what I see in Oakland with 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 the are ske- with the players that they have for the scheme. Mari Cooper, terrific route runner, I can get downfield. They have Crabtree on the other side, and you know they have the athletic running back in Tavis Mary who gets downfield. And more importantly, they have a big arm quarterback who's also athletic in Derek Carr. I love that offense in Oakland.
1: Okay, but with respect to you saying that they've got what Chip Kelly wants. Did you not also more than one time say that the Chip Kelly offense will be the best and most feared offense in the NFL? Your words, most feared. Did you not say that? Uh, I said something along those lines.
4: Yeah. Yeah. No. I, 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 yeah, yeah. I did, yeah. and yeah. and what I would say the reason that it's not coming together for them is that offensive line of Philadelphia isn't very good.
1: It isn't. Uh, yeah, yeah you're, you're right. That's part of it. Um, Sam Bradford isn't very good. DeMarco Murray is playing for the wrong team. Um, you want to keep going? It, 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 you know, you said DeMarco Murray was going to be nasty.
2: DeMarco, DeMar- he you know. should
1: be. He should be. That's what's discussed.
4: Well, Chip Kelly. All right. Here's the thing, and I'm glad you mentioned that because in Oakland they feel Latavius Murray. Oh, they yeah they, they they appreciate their Mr. Murray in Oakland. They give him those ball. They give him twenty plus carries a game. And, and Billy, what's so frustrating is the fact that they keep doing this stupid rotation. They keep bringing Murray out before he can get into a rhythm, and he's a rhythm back. And I don't understand. I just don't understand it. I don't understand why they're but, doing what they're but, doing with the running but K-Star, back
1: rotation. The k star. They traded Lashawn McCoy because he wasn't a Chip Kelly guy. They have Darren Sproles. They went out and got Ryan Matthews and Demarco Murray. So we knew this was going to be running back by committee. Ryan Matthews is a starter in this league. Darren Sproles, at worst, is a consistent third down back, consistent and a return threat. Darren Sproles is going to get his touches. Ryan Matthews is a starter in this league. He's going to get his touches. And, of course, Marco Murray is, you know, reigning, defending, lead-leading rusher. He ain't going to be the lead-leading rusher this year, but he's still a champ until Adrian Peterson takes the title back at the end of this year, which I fully expect to happen. Um, but we knew this. This is no surprise. What's surprising is not that they're running back by committee. What's surprising is how inept it is. And I do believe that Commissioner T came on the very first week and said, defenses are just, guys. Remember the the, the Wildcat was the hottest thing, and I said ain't going to last? Did it last? Nope. And then the read option, the hottest thing, Wilson, Kaepernick, all these guys doing it, did it last? Nope. Now Chip Kelly wants to do, in my opinion, this gimmicky hurry-up-move-it-quick offense. And I said, I said it at the beginning of the season. I said, number one, he traded talent away. Jeremy, Jeremy Macklin is killing it over in Kansas City. Gone. Deshaun Jackson's injured, but we know he's a top receiver. Gone. Deshaun McCoy injured, but we know he's the truth. Gone. Brandon Boykins, how's their defense playing? Gone. Went and got his guys for his scheme, had a preseason. Everybody's like, oh, my God, look at what Philly's doing. NFL said, that's all right, baby. Go ahead. It's preseason. Who cares? We got something for you when the season starts. We got something for you. We're not going to show it to you now. <laughs> Why? Go ahead and get We're going to let you build up all that confidence. Take your lead leading rusher. Take Ryan Matthews. Take the great Darren Sproles, and Darren Sproles is great. Don't make no mistake about it. That boy is the truth. I love me some Darren Sproles. He's he's just so damn good. Yeah, go ahead. And what have they done? One and three. DeMarco Murray with 75 total yards. 75 total yards. Rushing yards. 75. This was predictable. If If people just wanted to open their eyes and pay attention, you cannot do the same thing. To these defenses, these men, these men on defense, you can't do the same thing week in and week out and just think it's just going to keep working. You can't do it. Gimmicky, it's not going to last. You have to execute in the NFL. And that's the key, though. You have to execute. But they're not counting on execution. They're counting on gimmick. That's the problem. No, it's not There's just a gimmick. That's
4: where I disagree on. with you. That's, We're going to wear that's you that's down run it, you. run
1: it, run it, run it. In the second half, you're going to be so tired you can't stop us. Really? How's that working out? Yeah, there? right. But
4: they, they they got to ask you on third down for that to be effective, and the problem is that they're not. And to to kind of further illustrate that in Oakland, they're running that same offense, and they're having supreme success. huh. The reason why is because they have an offensive line that can actually block and they actually have an offensive quarterback with a big arm and they have some playmakers on the outside, which Philadelphia to this point does not have. And, yes, you're correct. The Jeremy Macklin uh, attrition and, and stuff like that was certainly a, a not very good um, because they don't really have guys that can get open on the outside. Such Oakland as just lost but, to but, a 3 Chicago team okay. just for but the record. Fine. But, but, and that's fine. It wasn't because of that offense. That offense played well uh, and it continues to play well. And it's going to continue to play well because they're the right players for the scheme and the offensive line's playing good. It's not just because of the scheme, it's because honestly You say it's uh, not it's
3: because of the offense?
4: Did you watch the yes. game?
3: Yeah. You watched the whole game. Yeah. So you don't really do realize that the offense was, was was they offense had a slow, very slow start. Like we dominated yeah, yeah, their offense for like a whole for a whole quarter and a half. They couldn't move the ball. And, and then they got going. Their offense is doing doing pretty well. Oh, okay.
1: Fourteen points in the second going. quarter. Six points in the second half. So, and the I, I. I
4: was going to take. We're going to take three the, quarters. We're hold on. We're going to take three quarters and extrapolate that now for the rest of the season, rather than the first three games and what they played. Okay. Interesting. Um,
1: just, no, I'm not doing that. I'm just. I'm looking so, at. Okay. Well, I, I, I
4: want clarity. So you guys are saying it's a scheme and not the players. And just. I mean, but.
1: No 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 what I what I what I'm saying is this. What I'm saying is this. When you do something gimmicky, at some point, I don't care how good your players are, the NFL is going to adjust gimmicks. If that's yeah. what you're relying on, And Chip Kelly, now Musgrave, I don't know much about what's going on in Oakland. I will be honest. I haven't watched, so I can't comment on Oakland. I can comment on the Eagles because I have watched. And what Chip Kelly is doing, in my opinion, is he took something that worked very well with boys in college, very gimmicky. Jason can comment, JV can comment on that a lot better than I can, because he's the college, guru, college football guru. And he brought it to the NFL and said it's going to work. He was arrogant to think that. And he had some success last year, got up to 9-3, and three, and then defenses woke up and figured it out. Because what he's doing is more gimmick than execution. What what, <laughs> what New Inc. does is execution. You know what Brady's going to do. He well, just, you, you know what he's going to do. He's just going to out execute you and going to beat you. What Philly is doing is counting on the gimmick. You're not going to be able to. You're going to get tired. We're going to. You know, I, I have guys. Oh, New, England run, runs, New, now, New England now, runs. New England a very fast paced offense,
4: by the way. Oh, hold on, well, real just, quick. No, just to be, no, no,
3: just to be in Kelly. your corner. No, just to be in your corner. What I will say is Chip Kelly did have talent to run the offense that he was trying to run. He he gave it all away. Yeah? Because they were I don't, disagree, boys. I don't disagree with but, that at You know, all. so so I you know, I, on one end I do agree with T it's it is giving me because you're trying to be you're trying you're just trying to run plays, more plays than anybody else. You're just trying to be faster than everybody else. But these are grown men in the NFL. But when you sell away your players that was actually executing that offense for
4: you and you still expect to do it with just anybody? Oh man! Yeah, and I I agree with that that too. It's it's right now. It's Chip Kelly's his own worst enemy. It's Chip Kelly, the GM, versus Chip Kelly, the coach, and they're at odds right now. And uh, and, and that's why I say I don't really think it's necessarily the scheme. I think it's the players within that scheme. And frankly, they gave him all that control, and he made those decisions himself because he had too much faith within his own scheme, thinking that you know uh, anyone can play within it because that's just how it worked in college, like he and everyone else. Uh, stated themselves, so I think it's kind of you know a little bit of both. I think it's, yeah. I think Chip Kelly just kind of overestimated and, and over invested in his own scheme rather than anything else, and that's what's costing them right now. Let me put
0: my two cents in real quick before,
1: go ahead, before I end up
0: getting...
1: Hey hey Jay, just you can ahead. do ten cents. You can do ten cents. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: right. well, please do. <laughs> I Here, Here's the deal.
0: Chip Kelly reminds me of a punt where you've got, you've got your players going back, ball bounces to the four-yard line, three-yard line, two-yard line. Instead of stopping at the one, inadvertently let it go into the end zone, touch back at the 20. I say all that to save this. I think he, his mindset is still in college. And, and I think it was, I don't know if it was Trey or K-Star or that said it, gave away his players. The people that you need to run that particular scheme – You've given away, and y'all didn't mention um, Hearnerman, Herb- Herb- Hearnerman, uh, All-Pro. Uh, I think it's a guard. He's gone to. He's part mm-hmm. of that offensive line setup, so he's not there anymore either. So when you when you you're trying to run a scheme that you read in college with players that aren't equipped to fit that scheme, it's a double-edged sword. And also, the other thing and I mentioned this in weeks prior. There's a huge difference in speed when you look at the college game versus the pro game. There's a huge uh-huh. difference in when you're looking at the college game versus the pro game when you're looking at your opponent. Now, with college, 12 Oregon, they'll have their tough games against USC. They'll have their tough games against UCLA. They'll have tough games against Stanford. But when you're in the NFL, every game's a tough game. And the talent difference is so minimal, you can't afford to go on And trying to wear your opponent out, because guess what? When the defense is able to stop you on three and out consecutive times, now your defense is going to get tired. Your offense is going to be sitting on the sidelines. So you have to weigh, take into account personnel. It's also going to make you have to make more decisions. It's also going to have to make you manage your game plan much better. And when you're not able to do those things, you're going to lose football games, period. If your offense can't do it, now you have to rely on the other two facets of the game, defense and special teams. If you haven't shored those up and you haven't made sure that you don't have a huge drop-off from your first-tier players to your second-tier players, you're going to lose football games. And that's what we're seeing right now.
1: Preach.
4: Hey, hey, I agree with 100% everything you said, Uh... And I said that last week, if they're not converting those third downs, then the inverse effect of what they're trying to accomplish is happening. Because now they're putting their defense in those situations where they're always on the field and they're the ones getting tired. Um, right. They're not getting those right. third downs.
0: Because their game is dedicated on speed. That's what it's all about. It's all about speed. Curve, get to the line, run the play. We're trying to get up there and beat you to the mm-hmm. first. You, when you're throwing incomplete passes because you got a quarterback that's in the pocket or unsure, not to mention you brought in a quarterback that's got two ACL surgeries. You need a mobile quarterback to run that offense. Nick Foles is more uh-huh. than, than, than uh, Bradford is. He's more mobile than Bradford, but you told Foles take a hike and brought in Bradford who everybody knows does not have the mobility that he had when he was at, at Oklahoma before he had the, the first operation. Everybody knows that. So he's back there almost like a running a duck, if you will. But, no, you're trying to sit in the offense that you have and force him into it. And I've said this before. i said it again. I'll say it one more time. You cannot force a square peg through a circle hole. It's not going to work. And that's what he's trying to do at the quarterback position. You can break it down from quarterback to running back to wide receiver to what you have on the defense. We talked about this again last week. You trade away your 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 so bowl running back for a linebacker that had that's coming off of ACL surgery. Now guess what? Partially torn ACL, don't know when he's coming back. This guy DeMarco McGrain, he's he's a straight up and down just north-south. You need the guy that can that you, that can juke folks. That's not him. You're the guy that you need it. You sent him to Buffalo.
1: And Jay, and let me know, jump in here real quick on that DeMarco Murray point, because if Chip Kelly is so smart and a football genius and an offensive guru, then how do you take a guy who after four games last year had 99 carries for 534 yards and five touchdowns, sign him to your team and after four games this year, he has 29 carries for 47 yards and one touchdown. How smart are you to take a guy that led the league in rushing, that is a north-south runner, We saw it, you saw two games of it, and how smart are you to take this guy and put him into your system when you know what he did that he was productive doing? You know what Bradford and him did at Oklahoma. You're not – I'm sorry. I'm not thinking Chris uh, um, Chip Kelly is as smart as everybody's giving him credit for. I think he uh-huh. went to get the Marco Murray to keep him away from Dallas. And he he said, I'm going to put him on my he, team he was, so he can't hurt me twice a year.
0: He was also looking at it from salary point as, as well because he's trying to get two for one. And in essence, that's what he was able to do, get two for one, because when he sent – McCoy up to Buffalo he was able to get DeMarco and he was able to get Kiko Alonso for the same price that he would have been paying for McCoy. Now McCoy hurt, yes, but you're still not getting the production from, from DeMarco because you're not using the way he was used in Dallas and Alonso's not doing anything because he's hurt. When he did play, it wasn't bad but again, he's coming off an ACL injury you're taking a chance on him. And I said this probably in the preseason I understand what he's trying to do I get it but when you have a known system, a known system that you're using, and you're not putting those players that you need in that system, you're getting players outside of that system, and you're forcing them into your own system, that doesn't work. You have to play to your players' strengths, not go out there and force players to play to what you want them to do. Not going to work. You can do that in college, but you can't do that in the pros. Don't tell
5: them
3: that, y'all. Kelly.
1: Well, hey. but one thing I will just disagree with though—he, um, he, uh, 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 McCoy and Murray's contracts are very similar, so he he really didn't get um, he didn't get a two for one. They're, they're, their contracts you know,
0: are well, contracts McCoy was set to make sixteen mil. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: McCoy was set to make sixteen
0: mil. Didn't Demarco get eight mil?
1: Yeah, but they both signed forty million dollar contracts. So when you look at the total. And, and the guaranteed money. I think Murray may have even gotten more guaranteed money than uh, McCoy. No, I, think I, have, he's,
3: I, I think he's looking at like this year's, just this year
1: alone. Yeah, but McCoy's salary cap his, is only five million. Yeah, his salary cap hit is saying? only five million this year. So uh, as I'm saying, is their contracts are, are financially are very similar. Um, but I, but but I will agree. Everything else is Jay's right on point. Everything else is right on point. Um, You traded away a shifty, um, elusive running back that, in my opinion, is exactly what your scheme calls for. Um, All pro, top, maybe top five running back for a rushing champion that is is more of an Adrian Peterson style. I'm going to run over you and, in some cases, run away from you. Murray doesn't have quite the speed that Peterson has, but... You know, he, it's similar style. You know, it, Peterson's unique, but similar. I'm running over you, and Murray did have a little burst there to get away from the secondary a little bit, not quite like Peterson. And two completely different style running backs, and and Murray doesn't fit your scheme, bro. Ryan Matthews
2: fits your scheme.
1: That's more of a shifty running style. So, what, so I think he got Murray to keep him away from Dallas. That's what I think. I'm going to hurt the Cowboys. Not only do I not have to play this guy two games a year, but Dallas doesn't get him for 16. This is is why Dallas controlled the ball. This is why they were on the field 35, 40 minutes a game, keeping their defense fresh. I'm taking this guy away from them. I'm gambling that their offensive line isn't going to be as good without Murray. And you know what? I have to admit, he's right. (laughs) He is absolutely right. Thus far, that is a deal that both, Murray and the Cowboys must hate. Murray got paid and is playing like crap. And Dallas didn't have to pay him and has no real substantive running back at this point. So I think both of them got both of them lost on that deal. Dallas lost and yeah. Murray lost. Of course, Murray lost all the way to the bank. But as far as his football legacy goes, it's crap now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good luck with endorsements and stuff now, which is what I don't understand, dude. You come back to Dallas and maybe you make five, six million instead of eight million a year, okay? But you know what? On America's team as a starting running back, trying to make a Super Bowl run, you're on every other commercial on on TV like Tony Romo is now. How many commercials are we see in Demarco Murray in now? A lot of
0: y'all see me. Yeah,
1: exactly. Matter of fact, <laughs> might, you might be in more. You might be in more. That's all I'm saying.
0: Okay. You, you, you're right on some of that, T. I'm, I'm still questioning about the whole uh, – the, the Cowboys getting the, the, the worst end of the deal because we're really not sure. Because, one, everybody was thinking on Romo trying to dig him out of the hole since they lost the running back. Romo's base has been gone from, what, the second game. So, really not sure about that. And then, secondly, because of it being a running back committee, everybody's saying, well, shoot, if it's going to be running back committee, let me see what you got. I'm going to stuff you. You don't have anybody running, ball. I'm not worried about you. There's nobody back there that fears you. So the fear factor I agree with, if that's where you're coming from. But if we had Romo for those four games, it would be a different discussion perhaps because he can orchestrate the offense to match some of the inefficiencies that may come up. We can't do that.
1: No, I agree with that. But there's no – there's no. I mean, the stats are what they are. The production is what it is. And there's no comparison. The running back by committee is nowhere near as effective as the Marco Murray was. Um, the Murray in the backfield. There's no doubt about it. They miss him. Romo or not, you put Romo back there with DeMarco and look out. Um, but they missed DeMarco Murray back there. They're not gonna admit it, but you know, why do you think they signed Kristen Michael after, you know, Dunbar, Randall, you know, and they went and got another running back? Why do you think there's always trade rumors? Adrian Peterson in off season, Matt Forte now, because they're not they're not steady. They're not stable at running back like they were last year. They missed Demarco Murray, no, and, and,
0: DeMar- and, I, and Demarco I, and I did a little little they're still stable at running back. But you, you can't you can't hide the the Romo factor. You can't hide the Dez factor either. And I think no. that plays a part in what the running
1: game isn't as good as what it hoped to be. I I I, I will agree with that. But I'll tell you what. If if you're fourth if you're first down, second down and one, you don't have jo- you don't have Joseph Randall diving over and getting cussed out by uh yeah. Jason Garrett. You have DeMarco Murray powering in whether it's Brandon Whedon or not, because you've got those bulls. That that All that right. chemistry between DeMarco Murray and that offensive line has not been replaced. He knew Absolutely how they right. Him and even if Whedon is handing him the ball, Murray still can read those those guys a lot better than Randall, Dunbar, Kristen Michael, and that's that is hurting Dallas right now.
4: And that's why Dallas has to play the running back rotation because they don't have a running back right now. And speaking of those those downs you're talking about, the, when I watch Joseph Randall, he's I mean he's a solid player, but when it comes to those like short uh, distance opportunities. He he just runs too soft. Like he He's not like a guy that's pushing the pile like a DeMarco Murray. And you're right. He doesn't have that feel for that <laughs> off of the line as well. Um, a
5: big, he he's a big probably, guy, but he, he runs he run big
1: small. Big
2: he no, okay, of course, right. he's not as big as but Murray, Murray's but runs he's small. Some, he doesn't hit the hole like Murray. Side.
1: Yeah, no, Murray's a cute. bigger back. There's no doubt about it. But he's right. Randall doesn't hit that hole with conviction. I mean, that's why he's leaping to try to get in the end zone. And that's why Garrett is yelling at him on the sideline, saying, no, we don't want you leaping to get in the end zone. Three weeks in a row, he has told this guy he scored a touchdown in this last game against the Saints. They, they remember he fumbled it and they said he broke the plane before he fumbled it. And look at the sideline. Watch the game. And look at Garrett yelling at him. Garrett's not saying congratulations here. to score. Garrett is saying, I told you not to do that. What's wrong with you? He, he's and coming he and back to
4: it on back in those instances, man.
1: And he had four carries in the second half as punishment because he's not paying attention. He's not doing what the offense, what the running back coach, what the head coach is asking him to do. didn't have that problem with it. Um, Marco Murray. Make no mistake about it. Three hundred and ninety two carries, eighteen hundred and forty five yards, franchise record. The Cowboys missed Marco Murray. And make no mistake about it, DeMarco Murray the Dallas Cowboys. What's that, Jay?
0: I said even more definite than the first one. The the Cowboys missed the Marco Murray, but the Marco Murray misses the Cowboys that much and even more.
1: Yeah, I don't know who misses, misses who more, because uh, Murray did get paid. <laughs> so let's keep that in mind. He did get paid, but I think they both miss each other. I think if Murray had it to do over, he might he might re, he have reconsidered his decision. He might have taken a little bit of less money to play with America's team. I'm just saying. I could be wrong, but he did squawk this week about getting more touches. We did hear Murray say something about wanting to get the ball more. Hmm. Hmm. All right, good call. Speaking
4: of which, I think we give Chris and Michael a chance. I'm just curious.
1: Uh, look for more Chris and Michael this weekend against the Patriots, especially with Dunbar
5: with um, don't have Dunbar. Doug the yeah, yeah.
0: So
1: look for him Definitely. to get more, more touches against the Patriots.
0: Good um, talented guy. So. This Dunbar injury is going to be a lot more lethal than folks understand. I know folks are like, he's just third down back. That's it. No, he that guy was versatile. Third down back gives you some touches as a running back. And he can keep return return also. That's going to hurt.
1: Well, I'm going to reserve that opinion until I see what Michael does. Um, he hasn't played much, so I want to see what he's capable of, and then I'll, I'll, I'll see if I agree or not on that. Um all right, and just one side note, and then we're going to get into picks and stuff. Did you guys see Stephen A. Smith um, and his whole reaction to um, Kevin Durant? No.
4: Right. What did right. I do? Uh, what's going on? <laughs> but,
1: well, you can go to um, go to uh, YouTube and look up first take yesterday um, and, and listen to Stephen A. Smith. Uh, Kevin Durant said some derogatory things about him, and Stephen A. Smith kind of went off. And um I enjoyed it. It was very entertaining. So you guys definitely it, it it's pretty good. Stephen A. Smith was in rare Stephen A. Smith form. Um and in many cases I don't agree with him. In this one particular case I have to say I agree with him. So y'all check it out. It's very entertaining. So all right. Let's talk about uh, last
2: week's picks
1: and um it looks like the last week me and Dr. Train and JB all tied with 140 points and Ali uh, Quick is quickly fading into nothingness uh, with 80 points and uh, let's see here and as far as um the total goes through four weeks up. we've got Train in second place with 520 Commissioner T in second place with 520 10 points I don't know who's making all the noise But please beat yourself um, And JB In 6th place at 450 points Ali Quick 8th place, 290 points don't
4: Yeah, I'm it. missing a oh, week I'm missing a week Yeah, yeah. So, what, you, what you getting 80
3: points in one week Don't seem like it mattered did it? Huh.
4: That's, yeah. Hey, you yeah. know what let me tell you something. Last last year, there was a week where I didn't have any picks, and I still ended up winning. So, you watch Last year. Come on, bro. That's
3: like talking I about listen. the Steelers' last Super Bowl win. And the defending champion.
4: Game. I Let am the defending go. champion until one of you guys knocked me out. All right? So, you show more respect Oh, my than that. goodness. Yeah. We'll I know you're going to, to get you, dishwasher it, over it,
1: there. But you will be knocked out. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, power rankings. So, we're going to do the power rankings different. Um... I want each guy to um, give us your top five. You can go one to five, five to one. I really don't care. However however you want to do it. But um, what are your par rankings? Let's start with JB. Your par rankings, NFL par rankings. Oh, boy.
0: That's definitely off the top of the shoot. Uh I'm going to go, obviously, number one with Patriots. They just seem like they're a, a cut above everybody else. Number two, I'm going to go with the Packers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers slicing and dicing didn't have the his Aaron Rodgers like game in some ways in some ways he didn't when he played the 49ers but he still was sharp nonetheless. Uh, number what's that number two? Number
2: three. I'm gonna have to go. Nobody with the Falcons, goes man. back, man. A totally different team.
5: Yeah. Go, Try that again. Anyways,
0: yeah. That that wasn't read as a mess. Uh, three is the Falcons. They. The way they played against, who they 12 in Texas? I saw that game, and before you blink an eye, it was 28 nothing. And granted, the Texans aren't much, but still, they, they put a hurting on them. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think of who number four can be. i put it like this. Number five is Carolina. i give them their, their credit. I'm not sure who I'm going to put as number four right now. Um, I have to think about that. Who's going to be my number four? Uh, It'll be Arizona.
2: It's either going to be Arizona. It's Arizona.
0: Arizona. Yeah, I'll go Arizona number four. And because I can't think off the top of the head because I'm getting tired, I'll put Carolina at five only because they're undefeated. It's a soft number five. Broncos would would be the next. No, excuse me. Let me take that back. Broncos is number five. Carolina would be number six. So there you go. I did
1: you one extra. I, did you 20 cents. I don't need I don't need six. I just need five. So you're keeping the Cardinals three and one at four. Broncos yep. are four and zero. Oh. Panthers four and zero. Oh. And you're putting the Cardinals ahead of them.
2: Yep.
1: So who's your fifth Panthers? So the Broncos, who are undefeated, are Broncos. not in your
2: top five. But the no. I said Broncos are five.
1: So no Panthers then? Nope.
0: They would be six if we had to go six. Be and you know the Bengals runs.
1: are 4 right? and zero two, right?
2: I told you I was top of the cuff. I'm tired now.
1: Well, it ain't got to be top of the cuff. Take 10 minutes and look at it during the day, bro.
2: You, you know, it only takes a few minutes to look
1: at, make a decision. Patriots, Packers, Falcons, Cardinals, Broncos. That's your top five.
0: Yeah, you wanted five. I gave you five. I'm looney. I put five on it. Now move on to the next one.
1: I'm just confirming that those are your top five because you're waffled like a goddamn breakfast meal. So I'm just making sure that's your top five.
0: Well, then grab some syrup and have a little bite on it. Now move on.
1: All right. Dr. Train, let's see. Maybe you've got a well-thought-out top five, not off the top of the cuff. (laughs) I'm sorry.
5: Y'all are hilarious. <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Woo! Man. I'd love to be a I strong that for four weeks that after, <laughs> after the fourth game, we're going to do par ranking. So, I mean, I, I don't know what the problem is. But, all right, come on. Dr. Train, you got you got you oh, got man. <laughs> You're going to
0: put
1: your hand up yourself. you <laughs> good. I'm good. I'm just calling it like I see it. It ain't nothing new. We've been talking about this for a month. So, I mean, you know. What you got for I'm gonna go.
3: Players? I'm 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 gonna go um, five with the Bengals, uh, four Falcons, three Broncos,
1: two Patriots, and number one Packers. All right, hold on. So I have to type backwards. Cause you went backwards. So hold on. Oh my on. bad. Nah, that's cool. It's fine. It's fine. I just okay, you know, you just got to give me a minute to type this backwards because um, <laughs> because. So, Falcons were four. Who was three? Denver. Okay, who was two? Patriots. And who was one? Packers. Okay. All right, K Star.
4: Yes, I am going number one, New England. Number two, Green Bay. Number three, Denver. Number four, Cincinnati. I don't feel good about it, but whatever. I got to get there to do to claim really well. And number five, I am going to give the Carolina Campers the homer
1: edge over the Falcons. Okay. Um,. Yeah, I wouldn't put the Panthers. Personally, I wouldn't put the Panthers in because the strength of schedule is my opinion. Um, My top five, number one, the Patriots, even though they're 3-0, 38 points a game, they look like world beaters. Number two, the Packers, Um, Aaron Rodgers, it's already been said. Number three, the Broncos, you know, the much maligned Peyton Manning at 39 years old is 4-0, and that defense is playing lights out. Um, the defense, oh my God. Oh, the defense is insane. And, and Peyton Thanks. Manning still – he may not be 35-year-old Peyton Manning, but he's far enough. and that's what I'm talking about, win. win he doesn't need to be. <laughs> no, he doesn't. They got a great defense right now. DeMarcus Ware, I'm happy okay. for you, bro. You gave Dallas nine years. We couldn't afford you, but, you know, you're doing great over in Denver, and I'm happy for you. Uh, my team number four is the Falcons. Saw them firsthand. Those boys are for real, at least right now. Uh, and I'm going to go with the Bengals as the fifth team. Um – I just, right now, I think the Panthers are going to fizzle a bit. Um, I just, I'm still, you know, they they really have a weak division. So, um,
4: I'm just not. The division is Atlanta. Well,
1: okay. Uh, enough said. Yeah. Yeah. Tampa Bay, one and three. New, New Orleans, one and three. It's a weak division. And
4: Atlanta. Those two. Yeah, Atlanta, same
1: thing. Yeah, I agree. Oh. Yeah, but Atlanta played Dallas. Oh, wow. Wow.
4: They, they're the last ones who lost the week NFC South. Well, they lost in New Orleans.
1: Yeah, but Dallas did go to the playoffs last year. They um, um, were
4: talking about last year. You gave me some shit last week when I brought up last year.
1: Yeah, and I'll give you some shit yeah, next, you next, you next year. <laughs> uh, you damn right. You damn right. You know why? Because I can. Um, I just think Carolina. They're they're they're. Um, who would they beat? Tampa Bay, Saints without Drew Brees, Houston. Um, you know what I mean? And they do. I, I, and they, that's that's why I wouldn't put him in the top five. That's my that's why. That's that's fine.
4: I'm not gonna argue too hard on that. Because you can't, because cause I know what I'm
1: talking
4: about. Well, um, well, you are can't. Newton hater, is what you are.
1: I'm not a hater. I just didn't put him in the Hall of Fame after his rookie year like you did. That's all.
4: Hater. Hater.
1: All right. <laughs> so if I compile these for the TMV power rankings, it's pretty clear the Patriots will be number one. The Packers will be number two. Broncos will be number three, Falcons will be number four, and the Bengals will be number five. So those are the TMV power rankings, our very first power rankings of the year, and I think I think those are respectable. I think that, that those four are, are respectable. All right, uh, let's get into game picks, and then we'll get out of here. Game picks. I am going to pull them up. I have them. And uh hang tight. They are coming. Week number five. Come on, load up. And here we go. All right. Here we go. Game picks. Thursday night game, the Colts. Uh status of Andrew Luck is uh questionable at this point. Two and two at the one and three Texans. Um Let's just say, is anybody going to pick the Texans to win this game? Let's move on. We're all going Colts. Buffalo Bills at the Tennessee Titans. Um, I'm going to go with the Bills. Uh, Do we have any Titans support? Bills.
3: Not supporting the Titans. Every time I support the Titans, they lose.
1: Okay. All right. So that seems unanimous. Okay. Um, we're gonna have another one. I think, I think this one will be unanimous. But you guys may surprise me. The St. Louis Rams two and two at the Green Bay Packers four and zero. Uh, Packers are home. Anybody going with the Rams? Pull the upset.
3: I am going with the Rams for the upset in my heart, but not on paper. That's so okay.
1: Old. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Here's one that the shit can go either way. Jacksonville, one and three at Tampa Bay, one and three. JB, who you got? I'm going with
0: Jacksonville.
2: Okay. K Star?
4: Uh, Ugh. Yeah. I'm going with Jacksonville as well. Yeah. Jacksonville.
1: All right. Dr. Train.
3: Oh, man. I wish Lovely Smith defense was better than we would, but it's not. So, I'm going to have
1: to go Jacksonville. All right. So, everyone's going Jacksonville, so I'll go Tampa Bay. Um, Oh, and I forgot. Um, Colts, 74%. Bills, 82%. Packers ninety five percent. Surprisingly, you guys all went Jacksonville. I went Tampa. Tampa fifty eight percent. So, uh, Cleveland one in three at the Ravens. Anybody going for the Browns? Okay, Eighty five percent Ravens. Saints one in three at the Eagles. One in three. Doctor Train, who you got?
3: Ooh, um. this 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 tough one. Um, right now I'm gonna take Eagles at home.
1: Okay. K Star. I'm also going. to fill it.
4: I'm also going Philadelphia. Okay. JV. a Better defense than the Saints. Okay.
0: Dude. Two
1: one, two one and three teams. Uh, I'm going to go with the Eagles reluctantly. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pick the Saints. I um, reserve the right to change that if something comes up with Drew Brees. I'm hearing his arm is not what it what what it, what it should be, and uh, if Brees doesn't play, there's no way I'm going to op change this pick to the Eagles. If um, and I may pick go back and pick the eagles if i find out breeze is still you know hurting and not 100 percent um i'm gonna watch that so my pick is dependent on breeze's health if breeze goes in and he's relatively healthy then i i think they have enough rob ryan um i think will scheme something to keep the eagles at bay um and uh i'm gonna go with the saints to go in into philly. philly is not a good home team in general, under, Kip, under Sh- Chip Kelly, so and I think the Saints might have a little momentum after the big win against the Cowboys. Um, Doctor Train, Bears one and three at the Chiefs one and three. Who you got and why?
5: I'm gonna take Chicago.
3: Sorry, this is uh could be a, another good tough game, but we're we're a little bit healthy. I think I back. Alshon Jeffries, hopefully, will return. If he returns, i, I, I feel really good uh, about it. And the defense, like I said earlier, they're getting better uh, with with these games. It does suck that Andrew rolling went down with an injury, so we may not have him next week, but it's not it's not season-ending, ending, so he'll be back at some point. Uh, the secondary and and, and line, they're, they're starting to get better uh, with every week. So well, I'm going to take Chicago on this one. Yeah, I think they can – it can uh, get to um Alex Smith a little bit.
2: Okay. K Star? I'm
4: going with going with the Chiefs at Arrowhead. They've had two bad games now. I just think that they get some kind of momentum going at home at their Kansas City.
1: Okay. J B?
0: Yeah I'm I'm right there with K Star. I'm taking the Chiefs there at home. Got some weapons on offense, uh they're both one and three, so
1: I default to the home team, so I take the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, Macklin, Jamal Charles. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Chiefs, too. Seahawks, two and two at the 4-0 Bengals. K-Star, who you got? Come on,
4: Seattle. Um, yeah, I'm going with Seahawks, and... Listen as well as Cincinnati's playing. I just, I, I, I'm just curious to see how Dalton that offense plays against a defense that awesome because that defense still is that awesome. So Seattle.
0: Okay.
1: Um, JB. Yeah,
0: I'm going with Seattle also on this one, and and it's more because it was about this time last year, maybe a few more games into the season. Seattle was struggling. Everybody had them basically counted out, and then they just started ripping off wins left and right. And even though last night's game, we'll just politically correct and call it questionable, I still think they have enough to go in. Even though they got to go over, what, three different time zones, I still think they can pull it off
1: Seattle. Okay. That's two Seattles. Dr. Train?
0: What well, with the Bengals? Seattle got
3: Chiefs in their armor. And it's been showing week by week by week, even with the games that they've won. And the Bengals are a complete team. So
1: they're in there at home. So I like I
3: like Cincinnati in it.
1: Okay. Um I like Cincinnati too. If this was a if this was a Super Bowl I guess they can't meet in the playoffs. If this was a postseason game I'd go with Seattle. Um, but, uh, you know, Cincinnati, I don't believe with th- them in the, in the postseason. but right now, um, you know, Russell Wilson turns the ball over too many times, you uh-huh. know, 11 fumbles last year. He didn't lose one, but he certainly had two last night. You know, he, he's careless, man. He's reckless. And I think that's going to hurt him. You know, the defense is playing better in Seattle. No doubt about it. But um I, I I'm going to go with Cincinnati on this one. Redskins 2 and 2 at the Falcons 4 and 0. Anybody going for the Redskins? <laughs> all right. All right. Arizona 3 and 1 um at Detroit 0 4. Um if Detroit had won, I'd have a discussion. I think they just lost their heart last night. Anybody going for Detroit? Okay.
4: We're collectively batted outside the end zone.
1: Last yeah, time. yeah, they they've lost that that that's <laughs> <immoralizing>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, yeah, yeah, that was a good one, Kiss. All right, the New England three and O Patriots coming off a of bye, traveling to at
2: and <laughs> T Stadium to take on the Dallas Cowboys,
1: who do not have Tony Romo, who do not have Demarco Murray because he doesn't play for them anymore, who do not have Lance Dunbar, who do not have Des Bryant, Orlando Scandrick. Um, Sean Lee is questionable with a concussion at this point The team is 2-2 two and two, Backup quarterback I mean why, why are we even going to play this game Let's just go ahead and just give it to the Patriots And move on You know why, why are we going to play this game I don't understand that No one is giving Dallas a chance For the first time in the history Of the Madden voice Will Commissioner T Pick against The Cowboys Let's see. Rolando McLean is coming back. Sean Lee ain't been ruled out just yet, going through the concussion protocol. And Greg Hardy is returning. The Kraken is returning. Defensive end, pass rusher extraordinaire. Making his Dallas Cowboy debut in Texas Stadium. Did you see those Detroit Lions underdog in Seattle last night? Fight could can Dallas against the great Tom Brady, the genius of Bill Belichick, the
2: almost uncoverable Rob Gronkowski? Can the Cowboys do it? I might as well, I
1: might as well just go ahead and pick the Patriots. I might as well just go ahead and pick the Patriots. I mean I, I mean I'd be stupid. I would just be insane to pick the Cowboys. It's just it's just why would I even do that? I don't know. I'm picking the damn Cowboys to pull the upset Sunday afternoon in you I am picking <laughs> the Cowboys to go in and pull the upset over Tom Brady And the Ooh. New England was
5: Nick clapping? Wow I'm okay. picking
1: the- I'm going to pick my team. I'm going to I'm go in there. I don't just, I don't, you know, Brandon Whedon was listening to the show earlier. Y'all don't know that J.B. has a hookup and knows Brandon Weeden personally because J.B. gets around and got Brandon Whedon listening to the show. I done pissed Brandon Whedon off. He must hate your ass. I, oh, he can't stand out. But even more importantly than that, he's going to go out there and show me what a winner can do. You imagine Brandon Weeden, backup quarterback, five and eighteen as a starter, <laughs> straight losses, going and up against the all-time great Tom Brady, four Super Bowl champions, three MVPs, Hall of Fa- for Surefire 1st battle Hall of Famer, and winning? I'm going with my Cowboys.
3: Wow! <laughs> I took wishful thinking to a whole new level.
0: Yeah. Well,
3: you, uh, anybody you, else you, thinking Dallas? Um, is
1: anybody else I, – I already know Dr. Train is picking the Patriots. I already know K-Star is <laughs> picking the Patriots. But what about J.B.? What about the voice of reason? Who is he picking?
0: So you're going to go with the Cowboys. So the question is, am I going to go with the Patriots? In the words <laughs> of Stone Cold Steve Austin, eh,
2: eh. I'm going with the Cowboys, baby. That's what I'm talking about.
0: Eat a train.
2: That's what real fans Teachers
4: look
0: like. These dudes are delusional, man.
2: They
4: are dig it? And you know
2: what? Can you, Can you it? dig it? Can you dig
3: it? There's one truism your team is definitely not going to win every game. So there are some games they're going to lose. It's a matter of picking those games.
1: Yep, this is one of them. You yeah. know, at the end of the day, all you have is your faith and your belief. That maybe these guys are gonna hear how New England is not beatable, you know, and 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 Tom Brady is on a mission. Rob Gronkowski is uncoverable. Bill Belichick, kissed the ring. He's the greatest coach of all time. Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time. Three and all on a mission. Deflate Gate, blah blah blah. And these boys are gonna say, excuse me, we're grown men. We got we gonna play this game too. We we going out there to compete. I will say as much as I don't want Brandon Wheaton as my quarterback, I will say that this team has fought for four games and two under Brandon Wheaton. I will give him that. This team did not quit. This team did not roll over and die. And I want to see them fight against the Patriots. And you know what? Who knows? Ball bounce here and there. The Kraken gets in there and gets some pressure on him. Randy Gregory, I wish he was coming back, but it looks like he's going to be another week. But I wish he was coming back, too. You push Brady around a little bit in that pocket, you got a chance. And that's what we need. Need, Har- need Hardy to step up. You know, it's 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 a hell of a game for him to come back off of suspension and the first game with a new team after missing all of last season. And we're asking a lot of him
2: <laughs> yeah. with
1: having played yeah. zero downs in over a year. But you know what? That's why you got a $13 million contract this year. <laughs> Let's see what you got. Yep, train. I'll admit it, I'm delusional. JB's delusional. <laughs> We're both delusional. But as I you said, star. You know what?
2: Four or five years ago. Better.
1: Don't let me come back on the Madden Voice next Tuesday night, and the Cowboys pull
2: the upset.
5: Oh, <laughs> uh, you deserve the floor.
0: <laughs> man, I'm going to take you a floor? floor The ceiling, the walls,
2: the roof too Preach
0: The, the to. pillars <laughs> that are holding it up The columns that are holding up the walls And the ceiling, the front door, the back door The, the basement up. Man, I, I will in the step driveway. back and let y'all
4: have it Yeah, honestly, I would too I'll be happy for you guys because that's That's yeah. serious That's, that's serious go, business right there,
1: man this is the NFL. Anything's possible. You remember the Chiefs went in and whooped up on them uh Patriots last year, 41 to 14. Remember that? Granted, Patriots went on and won the Super Bowl, but that one night the Patriots had Tom Brady's number and whooped up on that team forty one to fourteen last year. Anything can happen. That's all I'm saying. All right. <sighs> Man, I feel good about that pick. Man, I'm I'm invigorated. <laughs> Should do another three
4: yes, hours. M&M. You, need, you need to give them the pregame speech.
2: That, that, you know what? You yeah, know what? I, yeah, you better get down there. Okay, you How You, you, know do it? It, you right. feel better
3: get down there. I <laughs> wish.
1: Oh my God! I wish Jerry Jones would let me come down and give this team a pregame speech. I wish to God that I could give this team a pregame speech because it would be very simple. I'll give you a small sample of what it will be. I won't do the whole thing. I'll give you a small sample. I'm, I would say just like this. What's that on your helmet? What is that on your helmet? That's a star that represents excellence. Excellence. Five Super Bowl champions, championships. Eight Super Bowl appearances. A record 20 years in a row winning record playoff appearance under Tom Landry. This team, This team is known for greatness. In the past, what are we doing today? We're going to roll over because the dynasty comes to town? We're going to roll over because the great Tom Brady comes to town? He is a man. He is not a machine.
2: Did you see Rocky IV?
1: That was a man in the ring with Rocky, not a machine. Tom Brady is a man. He can be beat. He has been beat. Eli Manning beat him twice in the Super Bowl. Why can't you? Your day is today. Not tomorrow. Your time is now, not later. Go out there, play the team, not the man, and whoop their candy ass. That's just a small example of what I would say. Orno going to Oakland to play the Raiders. Is there anybody that's picking the Raiders to beat the Broncos? K Star. Hmm. I wish uh, the Jeopardy music playing. You talked all that smack. Mm, Musgrave. I did. Chip Kelly's offense
4: and damn execution. And, hey, it's, and, and, and listen. pop down a bit, all
1: right? Just relax. I'm, I'm relaxed. Uh, I'm just you.
4: <laughs> no, I, I'm going to go with Denver just because it's just the defense, man. That defense. That's too uh, awesome.
1: What's wrong with it? Musgrave. The offense.
4: Listen. Murray. I would not be surprised at all if they pulled the upset, but I'm saying that it would be an upset for a reason. The Denver's defense is great.
1: Courage of your questions. Okay. Um, San Francisco 49ers at the New York Giants. Again, these games seem easy this week for some reason. Is there anybody with as pitiful as them damn 49ers are looking that think they're going to go across country to New York and beat the Giants? I want them to, but does anybody think that that's going to happen? Let's move on. All right. That's kind of what I thought. Um, No, it
3: won't happen, but I did hear about this uh, Odell Beckman Jr. being really being a prima donna. I mean, players actually saying that this dude doesn't want to be touched while he's on the field. That's Hmm. interesting. So, I'm interested to see how
1: San Francisco handles him. Well, you know what caught my ear this week is the whole Tannehill practice squad. Wow. You hear that? That's, that's disrespectful. Yes, that's very oh, disrespectful. God. Are you freaking kidding me? JB, K Star, did y'all hear this one?
3: No, it, it, I, I heard it
4: weird. loosely. I didn't hear. The, I oh it man, yeah, on
3: it or you? Just, it? Yeah. Uh, go ahead. T. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm support every word you say, but yeah. Well,
1: wow. the story is that Philbin, who everyone knows, was fired yesterday with the Dolphins told the practice squad's players to be easy on Tannehill so he can regain his confidence because apparently he was throwing picks left and right to the practice squad. Tannehill's response to the practice squad was, that's why you're on the practice squad making practice squad money. Damn. Yeah.
4: Um, no one has sounds come like he needs to be, Sounds like he needs to be in the practice squad making practice well, squad money if he's really getting –
1: other than having a hot wife, Tannehill ain't done nothing this year. <laughs> wife, been really bad. She's falling. But that's all you got, cause you you you're terrible. And yeah, you know, but but the, 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 these are teammates. I don't care if it's on a practice squad. These are teammates of yours. That's how you're gonna talk to teammates.
0: That's
4: bad. I don't yeah. Why this, they're this, uh, this, going this, for?
0: So, I mean, cool. Let Let's let, let's back it up. Maybe, maybe I need enlightenment or something. But why would the coach say that to the practice squad? I, I I hear the all the well get his confidence up. Well, no, you're supposed to learn from your mistakes. That's how you get your confidence up. So somebody help me with
1: that one. Well, I will I will I will say this. There's a reason Philbin was fired, and if you listen uh-huh. to standard- him... Former Thank tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, and you listen to what he said and what he didn't say. What he said was, I am going to push these guys. I am going to challenge these guys. One of the reporters say, are you saying that these guys weren't pushed and challenged enough? And he said, listen, I am thankful for the opportunity that Coach Philbin gave me. He hired me. And put me on this staff and I'm forever grateful. And the reporter said, That's great, you didn't answer my question. And Campbell came back and said, Yes. What I am saying is that these guys were not pushed, these guys were not challenged, and I am going to push them and I am going to challenge them. Every play, every rep, every exercise, they are going to get pushed and challenged. So it seems that Philbin just was a pussy. <laughs> That's
0: what <he> <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. That's why
1: I had to ask that question. Yeah, that was a good question. It was a good question, and 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 I think Campbell, who I remember in his days with Dallas, um, this guy as a player, he was never a Jason and He's not a, top, you know, but he was he was a he was like a. Y'all remember Mark Bavaro? Used to play for the Giants. Yep. Yeah, this all guy. Over the field. Yes. That damn Campbell. Then, what, look at him now. Been out
2: of league four or five years. Look at him. Oh, fucking
1: solid. He, like one of them guys, you'd be like, you meet him in the alley, it's like, okay, here's my wallet. I got to go. You know, like, he just, he looked, he looked like no joke. And the intensity he had, I got to give him some respect. Let's see what he does, you know, but he, he very clearly pretty much said, this team is soft, they've been coddled, been babied. I'm going to wake these boys up. My words, not his. And clearly, if you're telling the practice squad to be easy, practice squad to be easy on your starting quarterback, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Right. So. All
2: right, last game. K-Star, last game. Monday night football. The big stage. Michael Vick, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, the Pittsburgh
1: Steelers, two and two. Going to San Diego to play the Chargers and Phillip Rivers. Two and two, tough game. K Star, convince your three co-hosts why the Steelers are going to win this game.
4: The best players on the field are still within the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're still when you, when you measure them, even without Big Ben, Le'Veon Bell. If you don't think he's the top running back in the league, then he's he's right there, and Antonio Brown. If you don't think he's number one receiver in the league, and he's right there, you know. And when you give Michael Vick a full week plus to to actually have a real game plan, get some real real repetitions, um, it's going to make a difference. And Cleveland played San Diego super tough, and the reason why is because San Diego's defense is horrible. They get no pass rush whatsoever. They get run on. They get it's bad. Adrian Peterson dominated the Chargers. I expect Le'Veon Bell to do the same. I expect Michael Vick and, uh, again, the Sears have a great game plan, a sound one at that. I expect Pittsburgh to go out there and get a win.
1: Listen, if Pittsburgh needs um, a motivational speech, like what we talked about, find somebody to do it, because, yours didn't work, okay? I'm just saying, <laughs> it just find somebody. <laughs> I didn't
4: need to get a motivational
1: speech. Yes, you know why? We got a
4: legitimate chance, all right?
1: Yeah, yeah, everybody has a legitimate chance. Game starts zero to
4: zero.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know? Oof, all right. Um, Dr. Train, did K-Star convince you in his emotional tirade to pick the Steelers? The Steelers are playing who again? The Chargers in San Diego, Monday Night Football. Oh, wow.
3: Oh, oh. Gosh, they're playing San Diego. I swear, I can't stand picking a game that has San Diego in it. It's like flipping a coin. Seriously. I'm going to have to go with San Diego, man, until Big Ben comes back.
1: Oh, man. Sorry, okay. bro. It's not JB, to San Diego. Shit. JB, did K-Star convince you to pick the Steelers?
0: No. I was already picking the Steelers anyway. Oh, okay. Uh, all right, good, good, good. Yeah, I was thinking the Steelers just because, like I said before, with San Diego, they seem to catch fire towards the end of the season. Um, the first eight games, they're they're jekyll and high. It seems like halfway through the season, the light comes on. Since we're not halfway through, I'm going with the Steelers. I know they've still got to be pissed off also, so all of the Thursday night loss. Plus, they had the extra time to rest, heal up, game plan, going with the Steelers.
1: Uh, Antonio Gates is back.
4: Um river for the Steelers. Forgot to mention that too.
1: Shit. Um yeah, all the 4 week suspension players are back this week. So, yes. Um um you know, we talk head coach and quarterback. Um I give the head coach advantage to the Steelers. I give the quarterback advantage to the Chargers. So, it's it's tough for me. Um that's split down the middle. Um, so I have to go with the home team because even though I think uh, Le'Veon Bell is – I don't think he's the best back at this point. I would give that honor to um, Adrian Peterson right now. Uh, I think Adrian Peterson is the best back when he's in the league. Um, if he was in the league last year, I think he would have been the best back, although it would have been interesting with Murray playing so well. But um, but I think Le'Veon Bell is a top back. I think he's definitely top three. Um, without a doubt. Matter of fact, maybe even top two other than Adrian Peterson. I don't know who I would put ahead of. I got to tell you, though, that damn Freeman down in Atlanta, man. Ooh, boy, he's looking hot. But... um, Playing ball right now. Who got him on the
5: fantasy squad? I do. Uh,
1: Yeah, boy. Um, Yeah, I eked out a little win this weekend. But anyway, uh, and I won a little couple of dollars (laughs) on DraftKings, FanDuel, and I got into the top third on the $6 million drawing. I was in the top third. I just there missed making money. I just by two and a half points I missed making some money. So I am improving every week. <laughs> That's right. Um but anyway. Yeah, y'all gotta check it out. But anyway, um yeah it this is a tough game because I do think Pittsburgh has the better team overall. Bell, Ryan, you're right, he's coming back. Uh Antonio Brown is definitely you know a top you know, you know, you got Jones. You got a lot of wide receivers are playing well, but you gotta, you gotta put Brown in the conversation when you talk about the best in the NFL. There's no doubt about it. Uh, I, no, no discussion. No, you know, all of that. But Michael Vick is still Michael Vick. He can play well, but he also can make some mistakes. He can give you the ball, and I think Phillip Rivers is gonna outplay Michael Vick. And I think the Chargers is just gonna have a little too much for Pittsburgh right now. If Pittsburgh was home. Yeah, I'd be all in it. But San Diego's home, and I think they know what Jay is saying. Jay's right. San Diego's a late-season charging team, and I think the new coach knows this, is going is, is trying to do something about that. So I'm sorry, K-Star. You're my brother from another mother, man. We're going through the same heartache. But you picked the Patriots. I got to pick the Chargers. That's just how I roll. All right. There you go. All right. Um, K-Star, any quick update on FanDuel or DraftKings? Did you win any money? Did you get? How'd you do?
4: Uh, I did better on Drag Kings than I did on FanDuel. Um, on FanDuel, I came out even. On Drag Kings, I made a couple hundred dollars, but it was a tough week for fantasy. It was a weird week in fantasy. There was a lot of players who underperformed quite significantly. Julio and AJ Green, a lot of players. I can go on and on. that um, much more to add, add than that. It was just a
1: low-scoring week in fantasy, but still have my own, luckily. You know, and, and I feel it's only fair to say, since we've been talking DraftKings and FanDuel, um, there is a story out about a employee of DraftKings that won $350,000 on FanDuel. And um, so, you know, there was a lot of discussion on... You know, was there anything done inappropriately? Any collusion? I mean, obviously this guy works for one site. He goes to the other site and plays and wins three hundred and fifty thousand. Um,
3: heard about that?
1: Yeah. So apparently both sites collaborated, did a full investigation, found absolutely no wrongdoing. They are now apparently there is a fantasy football league, some sort of overseen fantasy football entity. Never heard of until today. They are working with the fantasy football entity that oversees all the fantasy football in this country to come up with rules to prevent this from happening again and have put a temporary block on employees playing until they come up with a procedure for this. So if anybody heard that, I don't want you to be afraid to go try these sites. As of now, no wrongdoing was found. But since it happened, now now of course that it happened, they got to say, okay, the appearance of impropriety is enough for us to address it. It doesn't look good that this guy who works for this company, who does the same thing we do, came over here and won $350,000. Doesn't look good. So we need to put some procedures in place, um, you know, to address that. I don't know what. But right now, employees can't play on either site right now until they figure this out. But, hey, you know, I'm glad that it was on the up and up and good look. Good, good, hey, I'm happy for the guy who won three hundred fifty dollars He probably said, this saying, "Just give me my money. I quit. You know, shit. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: yeah so all right, um guys, I think that's it uh last words uh let's go around j b any final thoughts comments
0: I'm or no infinity baby watch out now
1: congratulations, good job yay uh k star any last words or comments?
4: Yeah, you can tell this man, JB, over there is a little bit of a novice a rookie when he's talking about 4-0 when we're, you know, so early in the season. Real, let me tell you something, real contenders, they're not boasting yet. This is a marathon, bro. You need to relax. All right, you're 4-0 now. Last we'll I
0: again. checked, Last I yeah, checked you... 4-0 was, was a correct statement. So I wouldn't say that's boasting. i said say that's just preaching facts that play y'all. Yeah. <laughs>
4: What was that? What was that? What was that right there? What was that right there? What was that right there?
0: Okay, okay. Jameson. Let me let me do it in your voice. Let me do it for you. I believe for the record, sir, I am four zero. That means four victories, and no defeat. Okay, I got bass in my
5: voice.
4: I got bass in my voice. First of all,
3: secondly,
5: uh, secondly,
4: uh, secondly, oh man. Secondly, I want to whoop your ass. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll meet again in the fancy gridiron. I mm-hmm. oh, looking
1: for the Oh, God. Okay. I'm done. Dr. Train, any final comments?
3: <laughs> k start. You shut your mouth. 4 0 is 4 0. I'm there with you, JP. i <laughs> oh, my God. this. I have nothing left. I have my team stuff. All I have is fantasy football. All I have is stuff that's just fake on paper. So, yeah. Yeah, you take it. We're both 4 0. Hey, 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 T. It's your team. See yes, you sir. know
4: how, like, back in the day when we're again,
3: you, we are talk talk young, you, you would quickly know who, who,
4: who announced themselves basically as virgins when they talk about these girls that they weren't actually getting. And in this instance, you can tell who hasn't won championship in our leagues by the way they're acting right now. That's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, you know, you know K-Star, K-Star is speaking the fact that the two guys that are – doing so well, have yet to win a championship. I mean, that is that is a true
4: statement. That's a fact. That's a fact, too, guys. I'm just
0: saying. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a fact. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm going to state it because last year I had a horrible year. I think I've got more wins so far this year than I did all of last year. So you're darn tootin'. I'm going to speak the truth. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to be 4-0. I was supposed to be over 4 maybe 1-3. Matter of fact, I take it a step further. When I looked at what your your record, your end record is supposed to be, this L was going to be 4-9. Well, I guess I'm about to lose nine straight
1: if that's the case. JB, what does WSG stand for?
0: West Side Gang, baby. Okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> I should have known. Like hey, hey, I should have known.
1: Okay. That's it is right, interesting J-J? that JB is 4-0, Dr. Train is 4-0, the only two undefeated teams, including me losing to Dr. Train. And K-Star and I, former champions, are 2-2. Two two. It
2: yeah. is
1: interesting, and it will be interesting to see if K-Star's point is correct, because, you know, it is a long season, it is a, it is a marathon, not a sprint. And will things flip around where the former champions get in their stride down the stretch and take over these guys that haven't won yet but are hungry to get their first championship? That's going to be very interesting.
3: That's gonna yeah, be very I might not get my first championship, but I'm always in the playoffs. And as and as
1: far as my recollection,
3: I'm not the only person that to toots my horn off early. Do you toot your horn off on your players before the season even get started? They can get a concussion first week. We wouldn't even know, but yet they're the best player in the league.
1: You, you talking about K Star? Of course, I'm talking about K Star. Who
5: concussion? Who concussion? That's just an well, example.
3: You toot your horn before before the games even get started.
4: Well, you know what? Here's yeah, think we can. We yeah, can. we're entitled to. We're allowed to. All right. Yeah. You guys, yeah, you and that's before that you, you
3: the won the title. Game. That's yeah, before, guys, before you so, won the title. Yeah, you guys, that's you literally with out with a backup quarterback, Josh McCann. I'll be damned if he don't have yeah. the best game
4: in his career ever. Will that's right. He'll never have yeah. another game like you know why?
5: that.
3: You
4: know why? Yeah, you, you got know You know why? Because he's playing for me, yeah. not you. He's playing for me, yeah. not you. That's why you're gonna <laughs> wipe your mouth. Well, I'll be
5: say <laughs> my other league.
1: I lost because I really had a very rough week for a lot of reasons. JB knows part of the story, personal stuff that went on. And I didn't catch that Andrew Luck wasn't playing and left him as my starter, and I lost by 10 points in the other league. Ouch. So clearly, had I caught that and been able to sub him, I would have had a pretty good chance of winning. And that puts me at 1-3 in the other league instead of 2-2. But I really can't be mad because it's just the way my week played out. It's just... You know, I had a lot of
2: that, stuff going on.
0: That was a rough week. Yes, that that was an extremely rough week.
1: It, it really was. Um, it really was. I really didn't. Have, I'm lucky to get the win in our league because I had a I had a few minutes to make a quick some quick substitutions, and then that was it. And and so I'm gonna try to actually as soon as we get off the phone because tomorrow's waiver day. So I'm gonna I'm gonna look at my teams real quick and make sure um make sure that I'm okay, but um. But uh yeah, okay. Um with all that being said, then um um I'm just I just have this to say. How
5: about them cowboys?
1: I plan to be playing that next Tuesday. Um the Cowboys win. Um I'm gonna be I'm gonna play that quite a bit. And um, you know, if 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 they lose, I'm gonna play this.
5: Blow it out your ass.
1: So that's really what, what you have to look forward
5: to. Expect to hear yeah. a lot of them. Yeah, well
1: we'll see. We'll see. All right, guys. Well, let's get on out of here. Great show. Great show, guys. We tried a little bit, something a little different. I think it worked out great. So uh we will be back here next Tuesday night. Uh, Same bat time, same bat bat channel. So for K-Star, for Dr. Train, and for the voice of reason, JB, uh, we will see you guys next week. Enjoy the games. And remember, here on the Madden Voice, all feuds are settled on the field. Good night, everybody.